0: Welcome in, everyone, to episode 69 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedish Chief 2.
1: What's up, Caleb? I am so excited for this episode. I mean, it's just the the only word I can think of is just nice. <laughs> nice indeed. We're so excited that we took a whole week off to
0: prep for this excitement in this big episode. <laughs> uh,
1: I I'm going to take full responsibility for that one. It's been tough to uh to coordinate right uh time to record. It's 100 percent on me. I also just wanted to build the anticipation, right? I mean, this is a special yeah, episode.
0: Yeah, that's okay. So
1: we do apologize for the one week skip, but we're back on track and we got
0: a lot to cover here on episode 69. Here, um, it is. You know, honestly, uh, out of I would never say that Halloween is like my favorite holiday of the year. Like I'm, there, I know a lot of people that feel that way. I'm not personally one of them. But when it comes to Pokemon Go, that's Dude. definitely my favorite holiday in Pokemon Go. Honestly, it's starting to become one of my favorite holidays because of Pokemon Go.
1: Dude, it's amazing. Like I thought about posting a Twitter poll and asking people which of the previous three events they liked the most, whether it was Fashion Week, uh, Test Your Metal, or the Evolution event evolving, evolving stars, excuse me, but the Halloween just takes the cake for all of it. You know, I, I thought there was a time period where you might have said test your metal" because you're really raving about that one. But Dude, I guess it awesome. takes the
0: cake on this one too.
1: <laughs> oh, well, easily, right? When you see all these Phantoms and Pumpkaboos in the wild, it's like, I'm so greedy, man. I, I feel like I'm I'm five years old standing at the doorstep and I see that like <laughs> big bucket of candy that the, na- the neighbor puts out and I just shovel it into my bag. I'm just oh, catching, you're catching that? all you're, of
0: them. You're one of those. Was it like take one only and you're grabbing like a handful? <laughs> M- maybe. It be, depends, be honest, right? be honest. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be honest. I definitely did that too as an immature kid. <laughs> I would like, yeah, this, this sounds really bad. I, I apologize right for my previous immaturity, but I definitely grabbed like a handful. And then I remember once someone opened the door, right? Because usually they have the door closed, like, you know, because they oh, don't want to no. like, hand out. And then me and my friend just booked it, right? Like little, oh like immature God. little kids, like laughing with like our hands full of candy <laughs> from like the one. Yeah, but to be fair, Karma definitely hit. Well, I don't know if it hit me. I guess it hits my mom more so than anything else. She did that once too. Mm-hmm. and someone not only not only did all the candy go away someone took the bowl too <laughs> and it was no kind of a shot. nice bowl yeah so then after oh she's God. like i'm not doing this anymore i was like it's fine i get it i get
1: it i i remember uh one halloween my brother and i were dressed up as like these skeleton type things wearing like uh these like black shadowy robes uh-huh. and we posed on the porch and pretended to be props and we just kind of stood there right in our full costumes, didn't move. And this family walked up and they had a little kid with them, like, you know, a little toddler that was still being held by the mom. And then at the last second, when they reached for the candy bowl, we both moved. And that little baby just started crying. And I like oh. felt so guilty. We spent like the next 15 minutes like apologizing because we didn't <laughs> make, mean to make the kid cry. Oh, man. We were not good kids is
0: what I'm hearing. Dude, just problem causers. Problem calls for sure. You know, I it's one. Looking back on it, it's probably better, right? But like for health reasons. But one of my least favorite things is when you open the door and they give you like a small box of cereal instead of candy. You ever get that? (laughs) No cereal. No. Yeah, like a one-serving-size small box of like cardboard cereal instead of candy. I've gotten that a couple times.
1: What? No, no, no. You mean like a like a little like uh what's it called? Not not like a hotel box, but like a road road trip box of like. Uh, yeah. Or a, ho- yeah, a hotel yeah, box. Yeah, like maybe. Foster Flakes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, exactly.
0: The small ones that you see in hotels. Yeah.
1: I actually do remember those. Yeah. You're like resurfacing <laughs> memories here. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: There's that. That's like the worst, worst
0: case scenario. The best case scenario on the flip side, this is like whenever we went to rich neighborhoods, this happened a lot. They'd be giving out like entire like giant like Hershey's bars per person, you know, Whoa. or like, like not the small one, like the big size one. I was like, "Dang, we're in the right neighborhood. And you could tell actually, when you walk around these houses, they're like massive. Like every cul-de-sac has like mansions in it. Yeah, but, of course.
1: You know, no. You one know. of my favorite things as well during the season is to just walk around and look at all the different decorations. Uh, there was one uh, actually in, in Tampa uh, this past weekend. I saw it. There was actually one that had a uh, oh, my God, I just blanked on the name. Stranger Things, the monster oh, from season okay. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, God, somebody is, is like, screaming it in their car if they listen to this right now. But they had that monster, and it was homemade, and it was... treat. Demogorgon, yes. They had a Demogorgon in their yard. It was so sick. That's pretty recent, too. Yes. Well, I guess in the past, like,
0: five or six years, yeah. At, mm-hmm. at, at, at most. Yeah. yeah I, you know, awesome. we kind of went on a tangent here, but I am curious. <laughs> what is... Let me and Speedy kind of, like, you know, share some of our, our mischievous ways. What's the What's the... Most immature or worst thing you've done on Halloween, right? Did you also actually? You know, you know what? Just uh, write in response under. I'll make a poll. I'll make a poll actually. Okay. I'll make a poll on 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 Twitter after this episode, and um, uh, the poll will be when when it's take one uh, like take one only. Do you only take one piece of candy, or you take more than one? Right. Okay. What okay. is? to be honest, right? It's anonymous poll on Twitter, right? So you can be honest. I'm curious if we're just the only bad people here or the majority of people also do what we do.
1: No, everyone has to take more
0: than one. Come on. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if there's a few goody two-shoes, but I'm pretty sure there's (laughs) there's quite a few that might be mischievous here. Oh, my God. You hit him with the goody two-shoes. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's all anonymous anyway, right? So there's no need to lie. But anyway. We got Halloween, but before we get all that, too, there's a bunch of stuff to cover. Specifically today, there was supposed to be something pretty big, but unfortunately, it did not pan out the way we wanted to, and it is mm-hmm. Spotlight Hour. This is We're recording this on uh, October 25th, which should be Shuppet Spotlight Hour. And about, I would say, a little over 12 hours ago, we heard news that in particularly New Zealand, mm-hmm. um... There in parts of Australia, I believe, like the eastern, eastern sides of Australia, right, where their time zones are a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, they started spawning Zorua, which is a pre evolution of Zorork, I believe, which mm-hmm. is a new Pokemon in Pokemon Go, uh, would be debuting. And in the first five minutes of Shuppet Spotlight Hour and the last five minutes of Shuppet Spotlight Hour, whatever buddy Pokemon you have starts spawning everywhere. So even if it's like a Legendary, right? Like a Shiny Mewtwo even. I think I saw a video of this. Shiny mm-hmm. Mewtwo just spawning all over the map. And anytime <laughs> you click on it, it's, it's whatever you have as buddy, right? So if you have Shiny Mewtwo, that, that'd be it. You click on it and you try to catch it. After you catch it, it actually turns into a Zerua. Mm-hmm. Which is a new Pokemon. Pretty cool. But, unfortunately, mm-hmm. things did not go the way it was planned. And essentially... There was an issue where I think, I think Zerua just like it's it. I think it was like copying the stats or move sets mm-hmm. or stuff of the Pokemon that was your buddy rather than having its own original like move sets and stats. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they had to stop it. I think this was a planned event. It was a planned surprise event, but they had to stop it after eastern parts of Australia, so that the rest of spotlight hours for us won't have that me and speedy haven't done our spotlight hours yet because time zone wise it hasn't happened yeah but there won't be Zerua for now yeah it kind of sucks but there's no way niantic won't do a makeup event for it and at the moment you can't use Zerua or whoever in go battle league you can't trade it you can't use in gyms you can't like put in gyms whoever so it's just like a nice little collection item for those in new zealand and you know eastern parts of australia which i will say even though it does suck for the rest of the world people in New Zealand and like Australian stuff tend to get screwed over by bugs in <laughs> it, it, for a lot of events right early on. Cause they're the ones that first to experience it. So for once, like the bug actually helps in their favor. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm okay with it. You know, like for once, like they, they got,
1: they didn't draw the short end of the stick so exactly so, yeah yeah they, they deserve it right they deserve something uh because like you said a, a lot of the times uh, we come we come up against niantic not really testing things before they release them and then there's always some kind of like adjustment or uh compensation event or something like that and new zealand and australia really get the, the tough end of that because sometimes like they'll activate bonuses and they'll say okay this shiny should be available or this spawn should be increased and it just doesn't increase for a solid you know six to eight or even 12 hours in that hemisphere and it's mm-hmm. so unfair so yeah i agree with you i agree with you caleb i mean it sucks for everybody else but you know at least at least they got this part
0: yeah we'll get Zorura eventually so it's mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world here i didn't look at the stats or anything but i don't i don't i don't know i haven't heard too much rumblings about it being super pp relevant so we shall see but it is a cool new pokemon to have and again too you know we know they do make events for a lot of, like new zealand australia when they have these things but you might not be free on the makeup times, right? You're already probably booked to, like, plays, you know, Commute Day or Spotlight or this day, and then the makeup time, you just can't play, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. it is it is what it is. But that was that was an interesting little... I like those little surprise things, right? I think, like, kind of like the Galarian Birds, it was, like, a cool surprise. All of a sudden, people like, whoa, what the heck? And I think Niantic's kind of embracing that. I will say mm. the Galarian Birds, like, Legendary Birds mechanic is super annoying because I've encountered probably over 15 at this point. But uh-huh,
1: but but here it but comes because I I saw your Twitter you this saw, morning.
0: Right? You saw, yeah. <laughs> I caught a Galarian Zapdos Zapdos too of all things, right? Probably the best one for PP, um, and one of the coolest looking ones. Big Bird first first incense spawn. I oh, okay. So here's the crazy part too. People need yeah. to correct me in in the Twitter on Twitter when I post this like promo thing, and just let me know like if this is like well known or not. So, I, I screen record too, right? So, I have evidences. First spawn, right? On my incense, right away it comes up. So, I screen record, I click it, I'm like, and you won't believe how many times I've done this. I, I've, I, this literally happened in Toronto actually at, um, Sydney and King's wedding. I was walking around, I also got Zapdos. This, and it just ran, right? Every time. And it was a level one. And I was like, oh, I was like, I got it. I, I've had a feeling, right? The more I saw it, I was like, I have a feeling this is it, right? This is mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Level one, like, this is, this gotta be it. Hit an excellent too. excellent curve, golden RAS. It breaks out. But I thought they run. Don't they run every time they break out once?
1: Uh, I don't know if it's every time. You might, and there might be like a 1% chance that it stays.
0: Holy crap, because I literally got that 1% chance then. Because mm-hmm, it stayed. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't run for me. And I was shocked. I was like, what? I was like, oh, this is definitely it then. If it didn't even run on the first one. And I catch yeah. on the second one on great throw. So I, I didn't realize. I thought it was guaranteed run after the first breakout, but apparently, you could stay a little yeah. bit longer there too.
1: So. I, I mean, if someone if someone listening knows the actual rate and can you know jump in right, maybe in the comment section under this post on Twitter, that'd be really helpful. But as far as I know, there's like a very like sliver of a chance that it stays after it breaks out, but it's like incredibly small that nobody even really accounts for it because it's so rare. Yeah. Wow.
0: So a rarity of rarities there, but.
1: Anyway, and
0: I don't know if you saw the IVs. They look pretty good, right? No attack, a good chunk of defense, and some HP. Yeah, you've got, you've got a 0-14-7, it looks like. Yes, I think so. It's not that great for Great League, but it's ranked 99 for the Ultra League.
1: Hey, you know, pretty I good. did a video. I did a video. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Dre Flames used it in Great League, and it was actually really fun to watch. But wow. you got to do the Ultra League battles. Dude, I got to do the Ultra
0: League one. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, send <him> over. <laughs>
1: um,
0: This man already promoted I, that I channel. Featured, I featured <laughs> Caleb Payne. Let's go. Uh, feature, feature. I'll feature you when you hit the top 10 GBL leaderboards, right? The the climb there. Hey, that's fair. You, you sent me fair. that stuff. <laughs> okay. I got you. I'll record uh, a of it. Yes. Anyway, so but the problem is it's also it's also a level one. And there's already mm-hmm. luck people that are level one like like collectors that are like, you know, hitting me up, right? Or like interested. I'll find y'all being one day. He's like, hey, look level one. We're also lucky friends here, like hit mm-hmm. me up, Caleb. Although I he already has it on schedule, but I am just like I'm not a yeah. lo- level one collector myself, but Same. I do like to collect things that are really rare that other people find rare.
1: You know, because like like it's it's cooler that way. I feel like um, there was there was one instance. I think it was the Monterey Safari Zone where mm-hmm. the wild beasts were spawning, and I think somebody caught like a shiny level one ante, and oh, it was just like the most rare thing you could possibly rare. imagine. Yeah, Dude, shiny too. Finding a level yeah.
0: one of those, I've seen a few level ones, but I didn't catch. I only caught maybe one of them. I yeah. don't know. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's...
1: that's what happened. I was like, oh my god, that yeah, has to be like wild. top five rarest things ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's you. That's again. Like, if I'm not a like I'm not a
0: level one collector, but I would hold on to that one, right? Yeah, of course. Like, it's just it's just so rare. Anyway, so surprise wow. mechanics are being one of them. But, Dude, um,
1: it, and I agree with you, man. I like those surprises. I think it's fun yeah. to like always add in new elements to the game and keep things mm-hmm. exciting. And it it shows that Niantic is creative, but at the same time, I don't know if pokemon go is just a game that can't lend itself to testing if they don't have the bandwidth for testing <laughs> if they don't know how to test i don't know what it is but it's tough when it uh when it occurs like this but you yeah. know like you said we'll get through it yeah we'll get through it we'll get through it for sure
0: um before we get into all of the events too uh we, we have a little catch-up but myself and speedy were at salt lake city two weeks ago was it two weeks oh, feels God, like it's I been longer but weeks. i guess it's just two weeks yeah two weeks yeah. ago we we're in salt lake city for the salt lake city regionals to play pokemon which i thought was a really good time what about you
1: dude i loved it and, and honestly the city was one of my favorite parts about it like not even talking about the games like we'll get to the tournament of course but the city was so clean really pretty and a lot of cities that are older uh, for example i grew up like an hour from new orleans uh that city's very very old right it's it's a huge component of american history and the Freaking uh, Salt Lake City is actually a pretty old city as well, but it's like so well designed. The roads are actually very, very wide, and, and I didn't get to use this during the cast, but the reason the roads are so wide is because when they were developing the city, they wanted you to be able to have your horse-drawn wagon perform a U-turn in the road without backing up. It's so like, and, and they've, and they've since like converted some of those uh, road spaces into like bike paths and bus stops and all that kind of stuff. So the city is just built to expand. And I thought it was really pretty, you know, it's like in a valley surrounded by mountains. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, like geographically, one of my favorite cities we've been to. I don't know oh, how you felt.
0: Yeah, no, I, I share a lot of sen- similar sentiments. The weather is beautiful there too. Oh Yeah. Kind of similar to Los Angeles weather, so like in Los Angeles weather is really nice too. After being for like like over three months or so, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Come on, you could be my neighbor, Um, but uh, yeah, you won't ever miss a flight again if you're on the same flight with me, right? (laughs) Dude, true, true. LAX man, LAX, yeah, best airport in the world. Um, so yeah, so the 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 weather amazing, right? And scenery also really nice so i'm kind of mixed on this so something i really like about la that i didn't like as much about atlanta is that there's it's so populated there's so many people here right sure like i feel yeah. like atlanta i didn't know everyone in atlanta but i run into familiar faces a lot i was there for 13 years to be fair but mm-hmm. still there's like it's a small small world when you're there when in L.A., I was like, you don't really run into the same person like more than once. In fact, yep. there's so many famous people in L.A., and I haven't really run into anyone famous. I ran into one guy that I would consider semi-famous. He does a bunch of, like, trick shots, uh, like basketball mm-hmm. trick shots okay. on, on Facebook. Maybe he does on YouTube as well, but I just see him, like, come up on my Facebook feed once in a while I'll just, like, watch a video. He'll, like, play, play like, like, horse or something, or, like, dude, these random videos where you're doing crazy stuff. And I walked by him when I was, like, grinding Pokemon. Um, oh, okay. I was like, wait, that guy looks super familiar, and I realized I seen him on YouTube, uh, on Facebook before. Probably on YouTube, he's probably on YouTube as well. That's it. That's not, I would not even consider that like super famous, but I don't even know his name. But
1: you know, it, it wasn't one of the try guys, right? I'm just kidding. No, no, <laughs> no. That's like um, a whole other like drama yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 those guys. But I think they are also in LA.
0: Um, but I haven't run to movie stars or anything like that, right? And I've been here for a while, so there's a lot of people in LA, which is cool. But at the same time, when I went to Salt Lake City, I was like, wow. It is nice to not live in an overpopulated city because one, oh, yeah, it's not there's not that much traffic, and two, it's like it's just so peaceful and nice. Like, we were walking around at night around downtown, and it was like the nicest downtown I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. Like, no lie, like, like downtown for a big city, right? Like, Salt Lake City, even, right? It's not like a small city in Utah, and it was clean, it was nice, Mm -hmm. uh, you know. It was just, it was, it was well kept. It smelled fine. Yeah. Like I walked it, around my place in Hollywood. Like you smell some weird
1: stuff <laughs> around every corner. It, you know? it felt safe too, right? It didn't feel yeah, like felt you know, it, mm-hmm. if you rounded a corner, there'd be like somebody, you know, you know, coming after you or saying yeah, anything. yeah. It's actually, like very pleasant. Yeah, in LA, it's like very different. I, 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 I'll say this. I was,
0: I was visiting a friend one night, and I think it was like, almost like eight thirty or nine nine p.m. Actually and i'm walking down the street uh to her place and there's two uh middle-aged women i think one was like middle-aged one was like elderly ahead of me and i'm walking behind them because i'm going to the building right like you know like a little bit above and they both turn around like spooked right they're like oh i was like Oh, I'm like, sorry, I'm just I'm just walking. And they're like, "Oh, okay, keep going." So they like they didn't feel comfortable with me walking behind them cuz we're like, "Oh my gosh, like it's late at night in LA, like what's going on?" So I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I just walked by them. But I completely get it, right? If you're walking around at night, like by yourself or just with a friend, like it's weird for people to walk behind you, right? In LA. In, yeah. It's all city, that's just like not weird. You just it just a thing. You know, I I meant no harm. I was just going in the same direction they were, right? But it's I could totally understand their their hesitation there but no dude of city, course
1: no no and and i think it goes for for a lot of cities as well i mean mm-hmm. it, it's unfortunate right but like being an adult man There are definitely situations where I've I found myself like walking down a street or like walking into a building, and you know maybe I'm going the same direction as a girl that's alone, and I just feel really uncomfortable like walking too close to her or being behind her. Mm -hmm. I've like gone out of my way to either like cross the street or go a different direction or just you know show that I'm not threatening. It's just really it it's the society we are in today but i just don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable and i definitely understand what you mean like if i mean hell, you know if you and i are walking down the street uh you know and it's nighttime and we hear footsteps behind us you know we turn, turn and look over our shoulders it's not yeah, quite the I same yeah i would too yeah. yeah it's it's not quite the same but uh it's the reality 100% this is like really
0: side like off topic a little bit or it's on topic but like just random i was listening to some other podcasts and they're 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 reading like some like question from a viewer like a from listener saying like hey like did we do this right uh did i do this right and it was it was it was like a really weird situation but this guy was walking down the street and there's a woman ahead of him and then she turned around and she got freaked out so she started running right. I think it was like late yeah. at night too. And this guy like he he was the listener that like sent in this question, chased her down what? and then and then caught up to her and she's like freaked out and he's he chased her. And he's like hey and like I just want to let you know, like, I'm not trying to harass you or anything. I just want to let you know so you don't have to keep running. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, leaves. And the the podcast hosts were like, dude, that's not what you do. Like, I know I don't care what your intention is. But like, that will only freak people out even more. You don't chase chase after someone that already thinks they're in danger, right? Jesus, yeah, Not the right call take speedy advice and go to the other side of the street or walk slow or something don't chase after someone. What I don't think the... any of our listeners would do that but I just thought it was like a wild sort cuz when they're reading that question from the viewer cuz the the, the listener the viewer the listener the listener was responding to a previous thing where um the the podcast host was saying how like they stood up for themselves against strangers when they're getting called out for something right so this listener literally interpreted it as oh I'm going to stand up for myself and make sure she doesn't think like poorly of my
1: intentions (laughs) what no that's totally backwards (laughs) it's super
0: backwards it's super uncomfortable don't do that do not recommend that that's just like i mean don't do that to like not just women don't do that to men don't that to children don't yeah right right? don't do that to dogs like it's just not gonna be a good time Yeah. like sorry i don't know it's a
1: little off topic there but (laughs) no you're good sometimes i just wonder if people are just trolling right i just i just never know (laughs) this guy was dead serious i think
0: (laughs) when the the hosts are reading the question they're all just like cringy like no this is not what we (laughs) meant (laughs) it was a comedy podcast too and even then they were like not joking about that they were like Mm -hmm. but anyway um anyway, Salt Lake City though. Great beautiful city, right? <laughs> really nice, really safe. Right. Yeah, People I'll are like, is this them. a
1: Pokemon podcast or oh, not? Yeah, we are talk
0: about 22 minutes in. We haven't said anything about Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so great events overall. Um it mm. was definitely the smallest regionals we've had in North America, but I thought it was great. We had pretty good competition overall. We had um it's Axon, previous North America International Championship winner. We had Burr Power, uh, a senior world champion and uh, champion in a regionals, and also went to worlds. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Khaleesi Fitzie, also a worlds competitor, uh, I believe, qualified through North America International Championships. We had Cindy, won Vancouver, also went to worlds. Bunch of people. Um, and uh, in my opinion, like, you know, people will say whatever, but I thought the competition was pretty high for the low amount of participants. Like, it's about mm-hmm. a little under 40. And I think at least like a third of the competition, I'd say is like pretty, pretty good in PP, right? Top tier, well-known. And some probably even better than I would even gauge before going in.
1: Oh yeah. And and the thing is like, I, I don't know if you wanted to save this for the T segment at the end or not, Caleb, but uh, like you said, one of the smaller regionals we had. And for people that watched the day one stream and saw some unorthodox Pokemon, to say the least, uh, you just have to remember that that kind of team composition that a lot of young trainers will bring that to competitions, mm-hmm. especially if it's their first tournament. We just don't show it on stream because we do have a, a wider breadth of players. We can like pull for more well-known or established or or experienced players. Mm-hmm. So those things always exist. It's just because we had such a small number. we showed a lot of battles on stream and yeah. some of them weren't what people expected. So yeah. I think that kind of like painted the the perspective a bit.
0: Right, right. And first round battles are always a little tough. Sometimes, like sometimes you have really great matchups. Sometimes you don't. Like I think, what a lot of times when, uh, when they're picking people to go on stream, like sometimes it's out of, it's not really in our control. We just cast and commentate, but we'll pick like a big name player. Maybe like we'll use Arrow as example, right? Oh, Arrow's <laughs> a great sure. battler. We don't know who Arrow's going against, but Arrow's a great battler, so we know that there'll be some solid like PP skills and stuff, right? But the problem is, like sometimes when you pair someone like Arrow with someone that's less experienced, right? And Arrow went into someone that had like single mode Pokemon, triple legendary beast, which I love the spice, right? But it's just mm. it's just hard to use. Like it it, it and it ends up feeling super one sided because Arrow's super super good, um, and he's playing into someone that may be very new to PvP. So sometimes those will happen, but usually the battles do round out and get uh pretty solid as the day goes on because everyone in the winners bracket at a certain point are pretty competent because they've gotten it to a certain point, right? Mm. And I thought we saw some really great battles on day one. Like Jjam versus Cindy was a really good set, you know? Oh yeah. Um, both mm. really experienced trainers and it came down to the wider and it was just like back and forth and stuff.
1: Um, Exactly. And and I think what you experience as well is it's not dissimilar from Go Battle League. When you first start the season, you know, you're like throwing these really clever baits and these really clever nukes at at certain times. And you think, oh, yeah, you know, an experienced trainer would totally shield the rock side here because they know I have Earthquake Energy and your opponent just no shields (laughs) because they're like a newer player. Maybe they don't know the counts. You're like, what the heck is going on? And that kind of thing is liable to happen at these play Pokemon tournaments when you pair against younger trainers or maybe less experienced trainers because they don't have the same instinct. Instincts built up over time so just like you have to adjust your play style your baits your nukes your switch advantage you know how you play the game as you climb in GBL you have to adjust how you play opponents at the regionals
0: yeah that's a really great point and a really great analogy too because I think yeah as like we we never know how those matchups would go like I think once in a while we'll see some names we recognize I think um I don't remember who was the first one, Peoria, but I remember Baltimore. The first matchup was Hot Pocket and Purple Coyote, right? Two well-known yeah. members in the community, and I thought it was a great. Well, I think it was a great set, right? It, it, it mm-hmm. was it was a really great set, but you don't always we don't always luck out like that depending on the draw and stuff. So obviously, bigger regionals you might have higher opportunities there, but not always. Um, I, I believe uh, Lil France too. They had like the Nut and I forgot. I can't remember his competitor's name, um, but it was mm-hmm. also really great first set, right? Because he just recognized all the names, but. Yeah. Um Anyway, I thought it was a great time. We had uh some familiar faces do really well. We had some newer faces I thought did pretty well for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. but Burt Power won the whole thing. You know, big kudos to Burt Power to uh someone that really came onto the scene. I want to say last year, but it, it's the same calendar year, which is crazy to me. It was Ju- <laughs> it was June of this yeah. year, which was like a little over four months ago from when. Milwaukee happened, which is just so wild. Like how, how much like can happen in four months, like worlds happen, like multiple other regionals. Right. Um, and you know, burp now on ADL and all this stuff and a lot of people know her, which is great. And, um, yeah, so she, she swept the whole thing, which is really impressive. Didn't drop a single set. And then, um, the runner up was Buckeye, uh, Fitzy, which was actually the father Mm -hmm. of Khaleesi Fitzy, who also made it to top eight, really cool father, daughter, both making a top eight, uh, mm-hmm. definitely a great story. And I thought it was hilarious. They never even faced each other. They faced each other in Peoria, I believe. Yes. And Buckethead they said, think, Peter. But they didn't
1: face each other
0: at all in Salt Lake City, which is just wild.
1: Dude, um, I, I had I had one eye on the bracket the whole time, and and they came yeah. so close like three times to pairing yeah. ga- against each other, but one person would lose or one person would win, and they just mm-hmm. avoid that matchup repeatedly, which yeah, is yeah, really yeah. wild to me. And I just want to say, like, no matter the the skill level that you thought was apparent there, or the average skill level, or if you thought the tournament was top heavy or bottom heavy, whatever your opinion might be, I really think that the best, most consistent player won the tournament, which is how things should be, right? If you're yeah. the best player, you should win and power was absolutely the best player
0: yeah yeah she was um you know regard yeah because it's not like no matter how good of a player you are it's like in pokemon go pp you could still get hard counter right? and yeah. you could still get upset depending on or you can make a micro misplay or bad read and just lose right depending on the time team compositions like that'll happen mm-hmm. any good player will know that right so that's, yeah. that shouldn't be a surprise but Bird power was able to manage around those matchups really really well like looking back i'm thinking back on all her battles because she did a lot of her battles on stream, if not almost all of them, I, I like, can't even think of misplays, you know? Like, yeah. I, like, I'm thinking about that. Like, sometimes she was in really tough team competition uh, situations. And, yes, if her opponent played perfectly, she would have lost. But that's how it is, right? Like, you're no mm-hmm. one always plays perfectly. And if you play it better than the other person, you could come out of that bad matchup. And that was the most impressive thing about Bird Power is her no-shield calls in situations yes. where she was down. Like, it was... Like she made she literally made calls where she's like, you know what? If they don't bait me here, I lose anyway. So my only hope is that they bait me and I no shield and then come back somehow. And yep. and she would do that. Or she'll make just really insane like 50 50 calls. So yeah. it's yeah, so that was that was really impressive too. So you know, big shout out to her. Big shout out to Buckeye Fifty as well, who went through quite a few. Oh, I forgot Iomera was there too, another previous world's competitor. Buckeye mm-hmm. Fitz, he went through Iomero, um, he beats Party Marty. Also, won a top tier battler uh, now wow. in California as well too. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Iomero first then Buck, and then <laughs> the Party Marty right after. Um, and <sighs> and then you know he went through the bracket. I can't remember everyone else he beat. he went through. Uh, Mormon Mats, mm-hmm. but and then someone else so I can't remember who he he faced in the winners yeah. bracket. But yeah, really impressive. So so. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Caleb. Oh, no, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Uh, I just wanted to I'm just so excited to make these points. I, I just wanted to jump in. Yeah, uh, we saw in Peoria. Um, we saw bird power shield four fire punches in her in her set. I forget who she was playing against, but she shielded four fire punches from an opponent's diggers bee. Uh, when they had earthquake energy. And I think after that, she just made this complete mental shift and she just reevaluated and adjusted. And that kind of key mental shift is what really helped her to power through and win in Salt Lake city, which is very hard for a lot of trainers. Like it's very difficult to just change your mindset completely and just open yourself up and say, okay, if this is earthquake. I lose. If it's rock I win and just kind of flip the coin, you know, roll Mm -hmm. the dice. Um, I want to say as well, like you mentioned that she didn't get hard countered a lot and she, you know, her opponent needed to play perfectly to really beat her. And I think what we're seeing here, we saw it with, with in the beginning with Stark, secondly, with hot pocket in Peoria and now with bird power, um, these trainers that really have like rigid team compositions, maybe they have, sorry, Caleb, a Bastion, maybe they have a, <laughs> a Metacham or like a, a Golbat or something. These Pokemon are solid, but they do have really hard counters. Uh, if you think about those three, you know, Metacham into Bastion, Sableye into Metacham, or even Bastion into Golbat, those are really hard counter teams. And we've seen these trainers move towards more neutral team compositions. So it felt like bird power never made a misplay. But the reason it felt that way is because she had like thousands of opportunities to make up lost ground because of the way that she played her team and how neutral it was. She could wait two or three more seconds to switch and it didn't like, you know, devastate her. Whereas if you have a shadow Victor bell fast swapping into Swampert, if you wait one second, your margin of victory could be deleted. Right. So she like found ways to kind of give herself a cushion and not, um, Not her, not let her mistakes be magnified too much.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, I think how Stark talked about
0: something similar, right? When he was a guest Mm -hmm. on our podcast, he said, you know, you, you, if you, I think he he likes to play like safer lines, but also like there's always play, right? If, If you just play out the matchups and there's, you know, and I think like we saw that same resilience from bird power which was really impressive like i think that was the biggest thing right because Burp power wasn't going and zero and sweeping every single opponent going into the grand finals like there were a lot of times where she started off oh one or mm. you know she only barely won like game three by like one hp or something like that too but it was just that yeah. consistent resilience powering through the whole time was what um i think got her there to the win so Anyway, big congrats to her. I mean, back-to-back Worlds qualification as well. That's huge. Um, same thing with you know Hot Pocket in Peoria. So um, really not an easy thing. And again, this is the this is the second year play Pokemon for Pokemon Go, but also the first year where there isn't a seniors and masters division. So yeah. she's competing with everyone at this point. And honestly, out of the North America regionals, two out of three were seniors level, a uh, previous seniors level you know,
1: competitors. Yeah, so, I was just going to yeah, say that. Like talented we, young people. They're so talented. And People were worried that, oh, we're merging divisions, so like the adults with more resources and more time, uh, you know, with more access to money, they, they can buy things in the game, they're just going to have an advantage. But it's just not the case. These young players are just absolutely crushing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. But we don't have any other... North America regionals are uh, are officially broadcasted play Pokemon tournaments for a while. I think the next one Mm -hmm. is, yeah, we don't have any, I think, anywhere in the world in November with the exception of the Latin America International Championships in Brazil, Mm -hmm. which that one I'm really hyped about because, one, there's not a lot of regionals in South America as a whole. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because at least I don't know about TCG and VGC, and we asked this I think we asked Gabby this question as well uh, on our last podcast when she was on, mm-hmm. but we know for sure that in Pokemon Go, there's a lot of South American players, and yes, there's a and the second thing I was going to mention is there's a lot of really good ones too. Some of the best trainers in the world are from South America for Pogo, so. I'm very excited to see them perform there. I, I would assume that's going to sell out for Pokemon Go, which is good oh, and yeah. bad, right? Because the bad part is not everyone can attend that wants to attend. But knowing like the excitement and energy around a lot of the South America tournaments and stuff in for Pokemon Go in general, just back even the Silverina days, like they're going to sell out.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, like like we, exactly like you said, when we talked with Gabby about it, we talked about the community days, whether it's, you know, uh, whether it's Mexico or Venezuela or Argentina or Brazil, there's just so many like hundreds and hundreds of people are in these photos. If you look back at the big tournaments, there's just, you know, 200, 300, 400 people signed up for self tournaments. This was years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with you. Even though you're coming into Brazil where the dominant language is Portuguese, I do think we're going to have a lot of trainers from other Latin American countries attending. And I really hope it does sell out. I hope it sells out so hard that they increase the trainer cap up to like 250. And I hope we have like a gigantic tournament.
0: Yes, I hope they increase the trainer cap. And I hope for the sake of that like region as well, they hope they increase the amount of regionals for future years. You know, because unfortunately, it's it's hard for them to increase like just has maybe maybe they will increase like hosting other regionals, but I think it's a greater likelihood they'll change the potential to change numbers for next year or next season, which would be good.
1: Yeah, well, but Niantic yeah. hosted the Mexico City regional last season, and I mm-hmm. thought that was really successful. And I really think if we give the the Latin American trainers like more opportunities, more access, I think they will definitely take advantage of it. And it's, you know, uh, it's a world is just that it's a worldwide competition. So we definitely need representation from every corner of the globe. And that's why I'm excited for uh, looking down the road, even the Asia Pacific internationals in Australia. I mean, that's mm-hmm. going to be huge for that region. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, and, and that's why, like, it, it's unfortunate because we have so many regionals in North America and Yeah, we have a lot of players here, but I don't know proportionally if it makes sense for us to have that many. Like, I'm not going to complain about it uh, because it's nice to have all these different opportunities in North America as someone that lives here. But I think, you know, I would love to see similar proportions in other continents too. And that's why I think we see a lot of people from Mexico or South America coming to these North America ones too. I know IOMERO, I believe, is from Mexico, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so so I came all the way from Mexico to go to Salt Lake City as well. And, you know, he, he went to Indianapolis. Um, we had Andrew Monharez come to North America International Championships uh, last year. I know Mexico's technically in North America too, but it's still you still have to cross the border too. And it's um, mm-hmm. more of a it's not
1: as easy to get it's to definitely, for a lot of people. it's definitely a Latin American country though, right? Mm-hmm. Like it definitely yeah. fits into that, into that grouping. Right, right. right. Um but yeah. No, no I, I think it'd be amazing. And I think the most important thing, like if, if any trainer is listening to this, uh, podcast right now and you live in the Asia Pacific region or Latin American region, or even in Europe, I think that the most important thing that you can do, if you want more regionals, maybe one closer to you is to just try to get out to the ones that are already active. Or if you hear about a new one that comes up, maybe next year they, they announce some new ones, then you definitely need to go to those because, uh, it. I mean, they don't know what the what the de- the demand is, what the desire is to go to these regionals, unless people actually show up. So they're always taking in feedback. They're measuring the the metrics: how many players sign up, you know, how popular is it, what are the stream viewership numbers. They're looking at all of this because Pokemon Go is still new to them. So if you want more regionals, you just have to show up to the current ones, and that's all we can do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, speaking of people showing up to
0: regionals too, even if it's your first time. You could do quite well. And shout out to Mormon Mats from Salt Lake City, too, who put on a show, in my opinion, getting all the way to top three in Salt Lake City on his first ever Pokemon Go regionals, who actually was a previous Worlds competitor for VGC, but pretty mm-hmm. pretty new to Pokemon Go PP. And I remember seeing a screenshot. Has only a few hundred battles in GBL. Hasn't even hit veteran. It's only ace. That's yep. pretty impressive because he beat a lot of qualified people. He beats he beats Axen two to zero. He beat Khaleesi Fitzy two to zero. Both previous Worlds competitors. It's Axen's also no joke. I mean, it's Axen placed yeah. like top eight in almost every single. I think every regional or international that he competed in, in Worlds too. Actually, he was top eight in Worlds. He won North America International Championships. He was the top finisher from North America in all of Worlds,
1: mm-hmm. and to
0: two zero mm-hmm. it's Axen like that. Yo, that is yeah. that's no easy feat. Yeah, like you like the first first game he had like a huge team comp advantage, but game 2 he didn't really have a team comp advantage. He just played it out really well and you know, so I I think it's really impressive. You know, some people probably critique some misplays here or there and sure. I mean, there's misplays. We we all make misplays, right? Um maybe not Bird power, but everyone else makes yeah, misplays, exactly. right? But but um but it's fine. I mean, I think it's more impressive to have someone New show up and put on a show like that, and I, I think it's good because it, it encourages other people to compete and think like, "Hey, I have a chance to, if I put in some work, put in some effort, maybe I could do something." Because you know it's very different from GPO. And I will say, this is my prediction, right? I don't think it's a bad thing because you know some people might say like, "Hey, like does that kind of ruin like like how much skill requires for PVP and stuff?" I don't think so because I think it's it's not easy to place top three there. I mean, we had a lot of talented mm-hmm. trainers that. Like, did not make top three at Salt Lake City, but Mormon Matt did, you know. And sometimes he had team composition advantage, but that's that's gonna happen to everyone, right? Everyone's gonna have some team comp advantage here or there, unless you're just really bad at reading lines. But that's a part of it too, reading lines, reading what your opponents would do. But also at the same time, in my opinion, and I was talking to my friend Palmer's up about this too, so it was actually his point to anything else over the course of hundreds of people and thousands of people right that tried to sign up for the first regionals and play pokemon go pp even if you came from vgc or tcg the majority of those players are probably not going to do as good as more mormon, mormon matt and if they do great but majority probably won't right it's not like it really in my opinion i don't think it ruins the competitive spirit of pokemon go pp the majority won't perform that well Mormon matt is an anomaly of anomalies in that regard but also <laughs> You know, he was saying this, he's really good at reading teams, right? He might not know all the entry counts, but he's really good at reading teams because of experience in VGC. And he definitely leveraged that in Salt Lake City. So that's definitely not something to downplay. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, like he might make a misplay here or there. But just because I've been playing PP for way more years than he has, doesn't mean I'm like, oh, I'm going to definitely wipe the floor against more Matt. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't feel that confident. Like, if you think you're that great, then go for it. Challenge the guy and see what he says. But I personally would not put my money on myself to decisively beat him Right? because he definitely has um, skill up his sleeve to get as far well, as well.
1: Well, here's the thing, right? And some people have said, like you said, it, it kind of invalidates all the time and energy that I put into something. I've got a point for that. But the point I want to make first is that it's an old quote. Maybe it's a little bit cliche, but it's, it's so true and so accurate in the sense, if you are not growing, you're dying and what i mean by that is that if you're not growing the numbers if you're not planting more trees in the orchard and you're not you know raising new seedlings and new saplings then you eventually won't have an orchard anymore because those trees will age out they'll die they get you know eaten by Uh, you know beetles or worms or whatever Uh, maybe a storm comes through knocks them down etc those trainers that are currently competing in in pokemon go they're not going to compete forever maybe they have something come up where you know they have like a life change and they need to spend more time at work or more time with their families and if you're not bringing in new players then you're just going to wither on the vine it just makes no sense at all and honestly that argument you said about people that felt like newcomers being able to compete uh, just as well as the veterans being like unfair, dude, I'll tell you what, those people need to put themselves into this mindset. They need to think at their job, if someone else has more seniority than them, more more years at the company than them, then they should get every single promotion, even if that person is more talented and better at the job themselves. That's the mindset, right? If you think that just because somebody has been in it longer, they deserve more success, then enjoy not getting a promotion for the next 20 years because that's not how life works.
0: Yeah, that's a great point too. And sometimes that is how life works. Like they do give promotions to people that are senior there, even though they're not yeah, and doing it as sucks. much work. And it sucks. And it sucks. Everyone <laughs> agrees yeah. it sucks unless you're that person, right? So like, like, yeah. like, it's it's not a great feeling. But you know, like just, I would say... Yeah, like you could you could always compare and say, you know, I, I saw a lot of tour discussion here too. So I don't I don't wanna like dredge up too much of this, but a lot of people are saying, like, you know, like it's the skill level ones the same compared to Peoria, Baltimore, whatever. I mean, maybe, maybe not, you know, but at the end of the day, what what's the point, right? Like who who are we who who is who is allowed to be the arbiter of what is a competitive like what are you gonna do? Like change the invites for that, right? Yeah. Yeah maybe the competition wasn't as strong or maybe it was i mean in my opinion i think there's some really high level players that just didn't make top cuts but mm-hmm. even if they did maybe the competition wouldn't have been as strong as it was in peoria right okay fair but you could also make the argument that peoria's competition wasn't as strong as baltimore you're going to reduce the invite to from peoria and give it to the baltimore pew because there's more competition there like it's just a it's a never-ending <laughs> cycle right where you can compare yeah, yeah baltimore might yeah. have a strong competition because they capped out, whereas Peoria had half the numbers and then Salt Lake City had a little less than half the numbers for Peoria. Like it'll Yeah It'll happen, and- you know, like not every like it's just if you compare it to sports, you're not gonna be like, yo, the the year that uh the year that the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championships, like the competition was that strong, so they don't deserve the NBA championship. Like, I don't know. It's just right? happens, what right? yeah, <laughs> like like what well, we're gonna complain about, like every team that didn't have to play against michael jordan in the nba finals like their championship isn't as worth it like what like it doesn't it doesn't work that hey, way man. yeah you, so you lucked people... out that you didn't have to play against michael jordan but you know it doesn't mean that you don't work hard for the championship some people do think that way
1: watch out <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. to
0: be fair i was just using toronto raptors as an example i i know there might be some toronto uh, raptors fans out there I, I haven't
1: been keeping up with nba for like a few years so maybe yeah, it was yeah. a tough year but i don't know Anyway, yeah well well, here's the thing, right? We're supposed to be able to criticize things, right? Especially in the U.S., we are so accustomed to like criticizing our government, and that's such a, an incredible liberty to just say what we feel and not have to worry about repercussions, right? So people should be able to come out and say, you know, I felt like a few of these plays in this regional weren't that good, or I felt like they kind of made misplays, and they did—they weren't really like punished for it because their mm-hmm. opponent still lost. That's fine. Like we're supposed to be able to criticize things when they aren't as good as as they should be but when you you know like say things that make other people feel insecure about competing make other people like feel like they can't go to the tournament because they'll be made fun of that's kind of where we draw the line right and it's like definitely on twitter but that's what we just get from twitter these days
0: yeah and you know at the same time too like it's freedom of speech and whatever and and you can say it like I, i personally like I'm not I'm not one to tell people not to say those things, right? I think it's fine to critique stuff. Uh, I yeah. think at the same time too, whenever you say stuff like that on Twitter, just be ready. People are gonna respond, right? <laughs> like you can't be like, I'm gonna share my opinion, but I don't want to hear your opinion back. Like, I think it's fine to have those discussions and debates. And mm-hmm. of course, like respectfully is better done than not. But if you say it disrespectfully, like people are gonna say stuff and you know, it is it is what it is. Hopefully, um, if that happens, it happens. I mean, I, I, we can just name it too, just because like we don't have to beat about. Yeah, the flesh, sure. But it was, it was, it was mostly a conversation star from Wadaj, um, mm-hmm. who's a, a a previous world's competitor as well. I think maybe the North America International Champion, uh, for the seniors division last year. Yeah. Um, in my Very opinion, like, yeah, in my opinion, he's one of the best battles in the world at the moment. Like, I think he's actually mm-hmm. really, really good in, um, not only Great League but multiple other formats as well. in Sylph. And he just said, you know, the competition I think was, wasn't good. And I think it's more so the framing than anything else. But I think he also yeah. realized it. Um, again, like, I, I don't really care that he said it, right? Like, it, it's you're you're welcome to say whatever. I don't, I don't, I'm not one to say like, oh, don't critique whoever. Like, I actually critique yeah. when I find appropriate. I don't, I don't try to sugarcoat things at all. I just think like there's a lot of things that just aren't worth complaining about. <laughs> but that's just mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Like, there's a real thing. A lot of people complain about it i could care less right like we're gonna get eventually like it is fine right It us just happen like i'm I'm not even like be like okay oh, just doesn't want to piss off niantic like i don't i don't i just don't i don't complain in general <laughs> about much yeah. so same. that's just my it, personal opinion but same. I, I think it, it, it's for me it's just there's there's so much to appreciate of mm-hmm. things that like sweating over the little stuff it just it just makes you very unhappy i think but that's just yeah. my personal opinion
1: I mean, again, like another old quote. I probably sound like a boomer here, but pick your battles. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pick your battles, and and if you want to get into a battle, be sure you can win it. That, mm-hmm. That's just that's just the the standard here. Um. And on the flip side, I'll close out with this, right? Because I think we spent enough time on this. Yeah. But um. Um, on the flip side, I did see some comments like attacking uh, Wadaj's like childhood and his uh, morals and ethics and values. Yeah, and that's and not even right, about like his know. family. And yeah. that okay, that is the other side of the line. You do not need to talk about anybody's family or how somebody was raised because you have no idea and you don't understand that so Mm -hmm. when the attacks become personal like that that's also drawing the line and it shows that you have a weak argument when you can't when you can no longer attack the argument and you start attacking you know the person then you've already lost the argument
0: yeah no but most definitely Uh, that's that's actually a really good point too i like that i don't know if that's a saying or not but that should be one Uh i don't
1: know Uh i'm 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 in my boomer mode today
0: (laughs) yeah I feel like Let I'm me just sitting crack out the, a book. I feel like I'm sitting on the carpet, like uh, like with my legs crossed, staring up at you, and you're on a rocking chair, like reading all these proverbs and stuff at me. Like, okay, Dude, oh, I've got a book of time. quotes. <laughs> yeah, book of
1: quotes. Yeah. yeah I, I, I sure? walked. I walked five miles in the snow to my regionals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was tough man you couldn't afford those horse horse-drawn carriages you know you had to just walk exactly <laughs> dude i i i had to sweep the the uh the stock room before i could yeah. get out to my regional that day
0: uh, uh, <laughs> yeah it's a, you know honestly like i i'm i'm i don't know if glad is the best way but i'm i'm, I'm okay that the conversation happened right like yeah me too uh, you know like i i'm not i'm not about to give what dodge a shout out for that tweet but i think it was a it was an interesting conversation right i think it led to mm. inter- interesting conversation and you know i mean at the end of the day like I, I i don't like i think comp- uh there's this one quote i forgot who said it maybe it was like a roosevelt or something but i think it was right. um ah uh, it was goes Wait, to let google me just, real quick let me, yeah 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 <laughs> oh okay yeah it's it's the 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 specific quote is comparison is the thief of joy by theodore roosevelt and i think that's really true right i think you know yeah do we wish we also went to salt lake city and maybe had a chance to win it sure one just because you go to salt lake city doesn't mean you're gonna win salt lake city right in my opinion i was not gonna win salt Lake City even if i go even if bird power wasn't there i don't think i'm gonna win salt lake city but Mm -hmm. some people might be thinking like man like if i went to one of those i would have been an easier one to win right i don't i don't necessarily think that's the case but even if that's the, if you even if you think that and even if that's true like mm. what's that gonna do right it just it just makes you kind of bitter right like just if you compare yourself to other people's achievements it does it always tends to put you in a darker space and i say this as someone that's done that before as well so i know how it feels and i still do that yeah. from time to time like we like we always like we always have things we aspire to be whether as a commentator or a battler or a content creator etc right or mm. a, a friend or whatever so but it's just like I, I don't want to say like you have to but it's always just if you just stay in your lane and do your thing you know mm. you'll do the best you can right and good things yeah. will eventually come to you right i think yeah exactly. and this is not this is not this is not a critique i would dodge anything. this is for any anyone right like i think there's a lot of really talented ballers that maybe were like man like they're probably thinking in the back end like man if i went to salt lake city i would have won that i would be going to japan one maybe not the case two if that's the case so what it's happened you didn't go <laughs> worry about the next one you know like if you're that good you'll make it right like if you're that good and you want to go to Japan and you think you're going to be
1: the world champion, you'll make mm-hmm.
0: it, right? If it's, if it's meant to be, it'll happen if you put in the work. So
1: Yeah, and for, for every North American that watched that and maybe thought, you know, oh, I could have done so much better. I would have beaten Bird Power, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, see you in Arlington, December 16th through 18th. Uh, we would love, love to see you there. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's also Toronto. Uh, unless Toronto sold out. Did Toronto sell out already? I have no idea.
0: Yeah. So Toronto is uh December second, which I would say
1: is a very momentous day. It would be an interesting day for sure, but we're gonna have to see how things turn out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You you yeah, we're on
0: the same page here.
1: We're on the same page.
0: Maybe maybe we don't think the same we don't think the the outcome of the story will
1: be the same, but we're reading the same book. (laughs) Yeah, I I think we're both we're both like visually there, but we're just seeing different things.
0: I don't know if I can see very clearly right now. I'm seeing a blinding light. You know, there's a, there's not, there's um, there hasn't been a lot of sun hitting certain parts, so it's it's going to be a little bright <laughs> a bright review. Oh man. <laughs> man. Well, anyway, we sat here and talked <laughs> over 50 minutes about not a single thing related to Halloween besides our Halloween stories. And before we get to the actual Halloween, I will say one thing. One thing happened when we we're in Salt Lake City. It's a catch-up podcast, right? So it's going to yeah. be slightly longer. But there were elite raids. Yes. Uh, and there was a mysterious raid egg for 24-hour timers that are happening on October 16th. They're not in raids anymore, so by the time you hear this, like if you're still looking for elite raids, it's not really happening. But there'll be more elite raids appearing during the season, light is what they said. And these elite raids were hatching Hoopa Unbound. They had 24-hour timers. You had 24 hours to know where to meet up and Mm -hmm. battle these Hoopa Unbounds. And uh, you were there
1: when we did ours and speaking it's all exciting. I was Do you, you remember what happened? Let me let me let me set the frame here, right? Yeah, let me let, let set, me set this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh so Caleb and I and you'll have to watch the YouTube video to get all the details here. But Caleb and I had just battled in the arena uh after we had finished casting, we were done with everything. He and I had a had a personal beef we had to settle. Again, check out the YouTube <laughs> video. Yes. And yeah. we we ADL. finished our set. Yeah, we sat well, yes, back to back too, so we can't see the swipe bubbles, you know, motion. We did, yeah, you know, but little trick. I, okay I, didn't, with... I didn't,
0: I didn't tell you this, but I was leaning into the chair so I could actually feel the rhythm of your swipe bubbles. I could actually tell what the moves were.
1: You know, you know what you said earlier about grabbing like a ton of pieces of candy all at once. <laughs> it just, it just feels like it feels like it fits here. I'm just uh, kidding. I didn't do that.
0: That's crazy. I, I don't know. I, I want to know right. what that motion would even feel like. But I just thought I, it be funny thought... if I could. <laughs>
1: Well, what I actually did was, uh, you know, we had uh, we had Party Marty and Arrow sitting over next to us. I I actually looked at Arrow and if he knew it was an earthquake, he'd just like shoot the hand signal one. If he knew it was a a bait, he'd hand signal two. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but we finished our set and we saw that egg uh, pop at a nearby park. So we rounded up a bunch of folks. We linked up with King and Cindy and a bunch of other, you know, first family of PvP, we'll call them and mm-hmm. we walked over there and we arrived and it turned out there were a lot of other people there as well uh, a lot of big groups uh were doing the raid there so we do the raid and tupa unbound it's a uh, dark and psychic so please excuse me for saying chandelure would be a good counter for it on the cast i forgot that it changed typings when it became unbound oh, anyway you said
0: that on the cast
1: i did i said it like twice oh yeah people the, are like did the Man. twitch uh, chat like roast you I didn't read it. I tried to protect myself. Uh, (laughs) My my fragile ego needs to stay intact here. Well, I'm definitely uh, reading and screenshotting it for future No, no, no. Uh, But we finished the raid, right? Everybody's catching their Hoopas. I think it takes me like three balls to catch mine. And it's, you know, a moderate CP, right? And we're all kind of like, you know, talking. And like, Caleb's like, wait, what's a hundo on this? And everyone's like, I have no idea, right? This is the first Hoopa Unbound. I don't know. No clue. And then someone shouts out like, it's in the it's in the 80s, like 2080 or something. And Caleb looks at his and his eyes get real wide. <laughs> mm. And what was your CP? I was like,
0: well, well, let, you know, let's let's be specific here. Let me let me pull it up. Okay. Twenty two eighty nine. Well, people were saying their CP. But like, I, I think you had like a really low one, like a twenty two oh three or something like that, right? Oh, mine's mine's yeah, bad. really bad. I was like, whoa! I was like, you might have the Nundo. I was like, I got a twenty two eighty nine. And people were like, wait, what? And then I think yeah. like Butters pulls it up. He's like, what's the actual hundo? And it's a 2289. And, you know, this is not my first Hoopa because we all got a Hoopa from like a research house before, right? But it's, it's like in the first raid. And I remember walking up to that raid. I was talking to maybe Cindy or some other people. A, a D5E, I think, too, one of our co-casters. And I was like, mm. yeah, you know how people post on Twitter? Be like, yo, first raid, like I got the Hundo or I got the Shundo, whatever. And I was like, man, I always think that. I'm like, maybe this will be my time, but it never is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was my mm-hmm. time. I got the hundo on the
1: first raid,
0: and <laughs> it was the upa bound, which I think is actually pretty bad in PvP. But, um, I'll take it. I'll take I it. I mean,
1: you know, you've you've made teams out of worse Pokemon, you can probably make something out of that. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I try to make Raikou work once
0: in Mass League. Oh, there's a video, there's a reason why there's no video on that. <laughs> that and Articuno, I tried to make Articuno work too, and that, that was I... a rough time.
1: I mean, you're gonna make uh, you're gonna make Galarian Zapdos work in Ultra League, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh, fair, fair, yeah, yeah. That's that's um, I will
1: consider it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Talk about talk yeah. about a sick first raid, dude. That's insane.
0: And I was vlogging it, and I was vlogging the reaction, and everything. It was great. So it's like it's like the the best of best. So I was having a great weekend. I will say that. You know, I was yeah. a great When weekend.
1: when does that YouTube video drop? Like next month. I don't know. Probably next year, but... <laughs> 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 next year, but okay, next year, twenty twenty three. I just Can't got speak. back from Cindy's wedding. <laughs> yeah, true. Based true. on my vlogs. Based on my vlogs. No, There's yeah, I'll like a few def- weeks def- delay.
0: I will say. I will say vlogs do take more time to edit. So shout out to oh, anyone yeah. that watches my vlogs because they're a lot of fun, but the payoff is just minimal, right? <laughs> Compared to like a GBL yes. video. But um, I like it, and I heard I heard a special someone might also start
1: vlogging. Dude, yeah. I mean, I don't want to, you know, copy everything you do. First the podcast, then the <laughs> vlogs. But uh <laughs> I mean, you could try to catch a hundo Hoopa if you want to. I mean, hey, more uh, power to TV. you. Might take me a few tries, but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm uh, I'm interested in it because TPCI and Niantic have sent us to so many incredible cities and places. And I remember thinking back to Brandon Tan doing his like world tour and like going to each community and seeing how people played. I remember there was one community that liked to catch their legendaries by holding the phone upside down and throwing the ball like down instead of up. Like, really weird stuff like that. And I just thought it'd be so cool to go to these different cities and just show everybody, like, this is post-pandemic. This is what it's like to play Pokemon Go in Salt Lake City or wherever we might go. It's just, it seems like a cool idea in my head. But like you said, I know it's a ton of work.
0: Yeah, it's just really the editing part. There's, there's two things that editing takes a hot second, right? Because it's not very straightforward. And you have to, sort of like, keep it up paced and stuff. And the second thing is... It's really awkward, man. Like, you know, people watching vlogs, yes. they might not feel it. But it's awkward just to pull your camera out and just sit there talking to the camera. Especially with people be like, oh, here comes the camera. So, for me... I support Speedy doing this because I won't be the only awkward one. It will be two awkward people holding around cameras, especially if we're like in different places we're not familiar with. We're just like actual
1: like tourists (laughs) doing like yeah holding like selfie sticks holding cameras. But And dude, I've thought about that too. I've thought about like maybe this is a good way for me to just kind of like put myself out there a little bit more and just be a little more comfortable because I feel the same way. Like I tried to record a few things on my phone when I went to the (laughs) Monterey Safari Zone and Uh I was like, God, I don't even want to like to speak because then people will look and they'll see me recording myself and they think i'm a narcissist you know? <laughs> well it's a good thing i am a narcissist so i don't have that problem at least, but you know here we are
0: <laughs> uh, your words <laughs> no, i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> quote me <laughs> anyway so yeah so there's that um but hopefully we'll have hoopas back in raid soon so other people get the hundo for me i would like to get some more xls you know it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be a good time but we'll see how good yeah. it is
1: I want Zerud to come
0: to Elite Raids. Oh my gosh, Zerud would be so good. I mean, Zerud's actually really good in Master League already. I don't Mm -hmm. know about um, Hoopa, but Zerud is actually really, really good. So that would be a cool one. And I personally don't have a good IV spread on it. I know some people, I I think that Jason has a, Jason2890 has a hundo. I don't. Yeah. He's one of those people. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I wish that was me when I see on Twitter it's never me. Right. So
1: yeah, mine's really bad too. I I have the worst luck with mythicals. I know somebody probably has worse luck than I do, but I, both my Zerud and my first Mew are 15, 10, 10. Oh, that's that's like cool. that's yeah. dog
0: water IVs right Does there. Does the Mew even hit like a decent CP, like a fifteen hundred or something? Or like No,
1: 90%. it's like fourteen sixty. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awful. It's terrible. You probably lose CMP
0: still because it doesn't, it's like missing like half a power-up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I probably do. I'm underleveled at that. <laughs> it's brutal.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. So we have that event. It was interesting. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, hopefully they do more of that too.
1: I think there's so much opportunity, right? And like some people were were complaining and saying, Oh yeah, well, you know, I don't get any raids for a full 24 hours when this egg happens, or I can't get enough people here to do it, and it's just unfair because they won't show up in person. I don't know. I honestly, like again, like you said earlier, people think that sometimes we just defend Niantic. I don't think this is the worst idea they've ever had. I actually think there's a lot of merit to this one and it can be executed well, but stickers on the other hand, man, screw stickers. (laughs) <laughs> you know i will say I, I don't really purchase any stickers and i'm not really a big mm-hmm.
0: sticker on gifts person i actually do send i do add a sticker to every gift i send to one of my friend's sons because he's like a little kid and i think he appreciates yeah. it but that's that's about it right but i'm kind of like a sticker hoarder though me too i have too many well, well, well not even that i purposely don't send the really exclusive ones because they're limited. Ah. so i just have like a living like sticker decks almost right So I have like a bunch of stuff from like GoFest from like two years ago because I know I'll never get those again. It's kind of weird,
1: but I I, don't like stickers.
0: I just like hoard them, though.
1: Yeah, I I did a stream where I gave away gifts to people in chat. They had to redeem like certain amount of channel points, and Mm. then I attached a sticker. But the mistake I made, Caleb, was I let them pick their sticker, and I was like, I was scrolling, I was scrolling for like five minutes on each gift, and the stream ended up taking like three and a half hours. You know what I would have done? Uh,
0: is I would. I mean, I'm just saying this now. Maybe I wouldn't have done that actually. But is I would say, who I'm sending the gift to, I would think like, oh, what would be good for you, right? I was like, if there's a fortress sticker, I'm sending a fortress sticker with Speedy's gift, right? Or sure. I'm sending like a Dialga with Cochita moms, right? Or I'm sending Ampoleon yeah. to Arrow, right? <laughs> you know, it just, it just varies. <laughs> but um, oh, he would love it, that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, make sure you save that in your post, uh, your book, your your postcard. Yeah, that, that's another thing I don't do. I don't do postcards, but that's just because for me, like I, I might have said this before on the podcast. I I'm not a big collector because I know if I collect, I I won't stop. Like I need to have it all. So mm. for me, I'm like I. It's just it's like feast or famine. I'm just gonna go famine and not collect a single postcard, and that'll be that. yeah.
1: I I hear you. I'm I'm that way with trading cards. Like I open a few packs, yeah. and I'm like, uh oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, if I really get into this, it's going to be bad.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. Uh,
1: I started getting into TCG,
0: by the way, but we're not going to go on that topic because that's just like another rabbit hole that we'll never come out of. So Okay, okay, understood. <laughs> Maybe next time we'll talk about TCG. But we finally had it. Our favorite Pokemon Go holiday. It's yep. Pokemon Go Halloween 2022. But here's the best part. There's two parts to it. And we're only in part one, which is great. So, you know, a quick rundown. It's been going on since the 20th. So we're five days in. And there's two more days. uh, We're recording on the 25th. Two more days for part one. We got Mega Banette, big fan of. Uh, Just because I like Banette in in general. It's not great for Mega purposes because... Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: Well, I don't know. Like, for battling, it's not that great. But also, you only have one typing. as a single monotype, just like Mega Agron. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I already have three mega Gengars i'm working on so i don't really need more ghost types but it's nice to have you know i don't know i like just like like i feel nice like i used to find it a huge chore but these days i kind of really enjoy leveling up my megas is that just me
1: no 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 i i actually have been thinking about that as well i need to develop like a schedule and just evolve them up because it doesn't cost you anything if they're already on cooldown and they will Mm -hmm. be very useful down the road
0: yeah or or it doesn't really like if you have a lot of candies for it like it still doesn't cost you anything if you did a few of these raids right so I've been I've been kind of doing that. I finally have my Mega Absol because Absol Mega Candies has been part of research tasks. So I finally got enough to evolve my first Mega Absol. But again, still monotype, so it's not done. It's not like amazing. Like my Hound cool. and Gyarados is better, but yeah, it's a cool yeah. one. Um, it's cool to have that Dex entry. So, um, yeah. So Mega Banette and there's research time taken stuff like that. Uh, which is you know, you know, those are cool. And seven kilometer eggs, the most important thing is you can hatch Galarian Yamas from them and Noibat as well, Mm. uh, which is not spawning in the wild, but Noibat can be shiny. So I know some people have been really hunting for those. I personally don't really hatch seven kilometer eggs, so I haven't seen a single Mm. one, but um, that's fine. Um, But yeah, a bunch of things in the wild. Yamas is a big one because good for Kofagrigus is good for Great League. Also, really. Solid for ultra league, and you need XLs for that. So definitely save those. Evolve your ghost mega so you can have extra chance of XLs and candies when you catch them, and then save them to yes. trade. Right? That's a big one. But most importantly, same type of XL candy you need for Runaregis, which is also XL in Ultra League. So a good one to have. Yes. And then Sableye, also a good one. XL Sableye in Great League. Really, really solid. I finally I am upgrading my current Sableye because my current Y was really bad, I was losing to obsquins zero shields. Which
1: damn, you're finally doing it!
0: I'm finally doing it. Yeah, I, I was okay. sick of losing to obsquins because uh, I was <laughs> trying to climb with uh, a toxspec Y obsquins team in open greatly. Mm. I kept losing to save uh, like obsquins on savey, which is super frustrating. So I finally yeah. just power mine up, and it's almost done. But that's a good one because you get extra starters for it too, and yeah, and then phantom as well, right? That's a really good one because travel yeah. is just a beast in ultra league and great league but... so the
1: thing is with sableye just, sorry i, I know we oh, we're no, no, running through ahead. this no, uh good. so the thing with sableye is that you need if you're a pvper right you need a high rank purified i'm mm-hmm. um, in a perfect world you have a high rank uh shadow you need enough regular candy to build like a classic one in case we ever get like a greatly classic uh mm-hmm. style tournament and then you also need enough for mega sableye because yes. Mega Sableye could come into Ultra League play and it could be very important as well. So the problem I have with Megas right now, honestly, is that when I see like a, a Mega Absol or if I see, you know, Sableye down the road, if I get the Hundo, I feel like I'm, I then have to commit to getting the 296 XLs and taking it to level 50. <laughs> I feel like I have to commit to it if I have the Hundo. right? right? You
0: can't commit. Hey, I'm, I don't know how much candies you're at. I'm at 5,826 regular candies for Sableye and oh. 581 for xl <laughs> so,
1: Ooh, okay We're i'm stocked compare? up
0: and, and yeah let's compare i'm almost done okay. with my second save boy, xl save boy too i have a rank five shadow as well but i have oh nice yet.
1: yeah i i have a shadow but it's not really high ranked it's like a 13 15 15 it's so expensive too yeah it costs 312
0: um, xls and almost six hundred thousand candies or, or dust. plus another I 90k think-
1: to unlock the second move <laughs> right i think i think you have more regular candy how much do you say 5,620 yeah six okay so you are you're 1300 regular candy more than me but i okay, have 588 xl oh yeah, yeah let me just convert a couple over then <laughs> no no no
0: no trades no trades no, <laughs> no no i'm saying convert the record candies over to 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 the to the xls uh, you know the hundred one
1: all right, it's oh, okay, pretty okay. close,
0: pretty close. You, you got you need
1: to build up one too, right? Cuz you're also
0: running a pretty like high attack Sableye, to my
1: understanding. I am. Point. Yeah. I have like a rank 72 purified, but it's just so tough, man, because once you do get that like super high rank purified Sableye, it's so expensive, like you said, it's yeah. like do I really spend my resources now and maybe get a better one in, like, a week? Yeah, I have a rank 39
0: one, so I was like, let's just do it. I was hoping that's for a really better good. one, but 39 is, like, I can't complain about that. That's actually really good. Top right, 50 is amazing. Old. Yeah, I was noticing it. That's a great one to do for, like, uh, like low friendship trades, but it does count as mm. a special trade. However, pro tip, it is the only... or not the only, but one of the few types of Pokemon you could do that's a special trade where you do a zero friendship. So oh, shiny okay. and, and legendaries and some mythicals that you could trade like Meltan I guess and legendary or, mm. or and ultra beast you have to have at least one level of friendship for uh, okay, okay. purified this used to not be a thing but now it is it's been a thing for a hot second like over a year at least purified you could trade on zero friendship as long as it's not like a shiny or a legendary so Sableye, you yeah. can do so you can actually get the rank one spread at 0 purified save which is at rank one in pp greatly and it is incredibly hard I posted about this. I asked if anyone even had it, and most people on Twitter are fighting me that you couldn't even do this trade. So, safe to say, no one even really has one in the world because a lot of people don't even know you can even trade as zero friendship, but you can. And I don't think there's a single person in the world in existence, to my knowledge, that has a 01515 purified sable yet. Yes, but and if you do have idea. it, post it on Twitter, please. If you do have. <laughs> if you do have one just don't just hide it man i'm trying to be the first person in the world right don't don't tell oh me. Yeah, okay but... <laughs> never mind never mind this just really regard. came out of argument with my me and my friend dijon he's like oh there's gotta be people with that so i was like really so i posted post it on twitter and everyone's like you can't do it i was like really so i literally find someone to do a zero 050 like a zero friendship purified by trade the next day just to prove that you can <laughs> nice just to educate people but um wow. yeah a lot of people do not know even even The the legend himself, P.U. Poke, wasn't even aware that you could do that. Yeah, at the time. Wow. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah, pro tip. Pro tip. So anyway. Follow me at KLPang at Twitter for more pro tips.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Follow to get good. Yeah, follow to get good. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, event event
0: bonuses for this one's pretty big too. Two times catch candy, two times hatching candy, two times candy for transferring Pokemon. That's a pretty one, big one, too. So if you're hoarding stuff like me, I was hoarding, hoarding a lot of Pokemon I traded that were like kind of rare, like Wicked Tongues and stuff. I was getting extra
1: candies for it. I, it was weird. I was getting three candies for each transfer, not two. I, I still am, and I don't yeah. know why. And what I'm so that? glad you said that.
0: Okay, it's, it's not, is it not two times. It's just plus two, maybe? I, don't, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'll take extra candy, but like, I was just shocked. I was like, why am I getting three candies?
1: It's really weird. Really I don't cool. know. I, I feel like we're professionals. We should know this. But I said, <laughs> I see plus three, and I'm never going to complain. I'm never going to yeah. be like, hey, hey, Niantic, you're giving me too much candy. I'm never going to say that. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. If but anyone no, from I'm Niantic is so listening
0: lame. to this, please, if you do fix this because we alerted you to this, just don't tell anyone it was us. <laughs> I don't know if any 19 employees actually listen to this, but if they do great. Uh, But yeah, that's a weird one. Maybe it's a typo. I don't know. Maybe it should be three times candy or maybe they just messed up or maybe they're just like, whatever. We'll just give you extra candy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's hard to say.
0: I ain't
1: complaining. Uh, but if you have a bunch of extra legendaries, like you were saying, now is the perfect time. I always wait for the double transfer candy spotlight hours to transfer like the bad legendaries that I've rated. Mm-hmm. But this is the perfect time to do it and make sure you just go ahead and do it. Like don't don't make a big stack and make like a big episode out of it. <laughs> just day. transfer them now <laughs> yeah. because if you wait until the 27th, then you lose it. That's uh, not worth uh, the episode. I've... <laughs> It's You've done it before. It's, have you done it before, dude? Actually, it was. Uh, I think it was Fashion Week. It ended when I still had like a ton of the different research encounters to claim, and I didn't get any of them, and I was so mad.
0: <laughs> when you started I saying it.
1: like telling
0: people like it's not worth it, like dude, I can hear his voice. I was there. like, I was like, he's definitely done something similar. Like I could tell this is like a like a oh, word yeah. of wisdom. Don't don't do what I do.
1: Don't be like me. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's too funny. No. 100%. And this is a
0: big one too. Trainers level thirty one and above will receive one guaranteed candy XL when walking with their buddy. That's a big one, and we had that last year too. So here's one important thing. Uh, Based on a lot of like research and stuff, not from us, right, but from you know the Silk Road and other other resources, they found that you're more likely to get a XL candy when walking your buddy if your Pokemon's powered up to a certain level. I believe level 35 might be the threshold, but I always go to 40 plus just to be safe. The higher level your Pokemon is, the more likely you're getting a candy. So if you're walking like a level one Lickitung, you're not going to really get much XL candy. Now during this event, you're guaranteed to still get that one XL candy when you walk your buddy, even if it's level one. But Mm. if it's powered up to level 35 plus, level 40, whatever, there's a good chance you're gonna get two XL candies every time you yes. walk with your buddy, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And also on top of that, another pro tip drop a poffin on your buddy because then you cut the distance in half, and then you'll get even more XL candies when you walk.
1: Nice. Yeah, yes. Very well said.
0: Yeah, so it's a good one if you're grinding anything. What are you grinding right now, Speedy? Out of curiosity.
1: That's actually a good question. Um, I've been on my buddy grind. Uh, a little bit and uh, i'm actually stacking pokemon that are just one or two hearts away from best buddy and i want to make like this youtube short of me just like best buddying like 10 things in a row <laughs> it's like it's like my current my current goal you're the stack master here <laughs> dude, like i'm stacking trying
0: quest stacking all these special research stacking buddy i've never oh. heard of anyone stacking buddy hearts but uh, like stacking <laughs> pokemon for best buddy that's actually hilarious dude but i i like it It's it's creative you're, you're gonna have notifications like never ending notifications though way you do it like it's going to Dude, like it, it'll get it clear through all the notifications i feel like
1: it'll get a million views no i'm just kidding <laughs> um but speaking of stacks make sure to stack up your encounters too i i think it's still active but i was uh, a couple times i did a three excellent throws in a row and it gave me a b drill which yes. is going to be really solid. I mean, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about this in a few minutes, but like Gertini and uh, Teddy Yarsid are coming like mm-hmm. next month. And if you can build your stack to 100, that's going to be really useful. Double you up. mentioned the Yamask and the Galarian Yamask. I actually ran some Sims and I don't know. I, I think this was either added to the code and the Pokeminers discovered this either last year or this year, but Shadow Kofagrigus and Shadow uh, Galarian, or excuse me, Shadow Kofagrigus and Shadow Runarigus at least according to The Sims, like superior in every way to their, their regular Ultra League counterparts. So a lot, a lot of uh, Yamask candy is needed to make those. Well,
0: now on, on top of that too, you know how Sableye is really nice with that uh, foul play return coverage? Yes. You, If you learn return on Kofa Grigis... Oh, no shot, you you're Grigis, right. Right? Pretty good. It might o- operate almost like a Savoy in some ways. I mean, you know, you have a little bit more weakness to darks and stuff, but hey, if you could hit a return on a obstacle, you're not getting walled by an obstacle anymore, right? You actually have something to yeah. do. So that probably be, yeah. be pretty
1: good. So e- even dark types like Skunk Tank. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean yeah. Take it. if I if I knew a YouTuber who could beat dark types with his Kofagrigus, I would definitely subscribe and watch the videos, <laughs> but, but we're going to have to wait for a return to really get answers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the, great point. Yeah. So one, one of my, um, fashion teammates, Twastel, shout out to Twastel, regular listener to the podcast too, was saying, Hey, like definitely build up excels. Cause return Kofi Grigis could be pretty good, especially in ultra league as well. Mm-hmm. So, cause you don't have save in ultra league. So you got the next best thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, great points, great points. We also have uh, the return of Altered Form Giratina, which can still be shiny, uh, but it has a new move called Shadow Force, which is a signature move for Giratina, both Origin and Altered Form. It is hot garbage for PvP. Hey, so, come on. Well, let, me, let me rephrase that. It is... Hot garbage for a <laughs> PvP. Right? Look, you still want Shadow Sneak or Ancient Power, or whatever. It's not great for PvP. It's a lot. It's a lot of energy. I think it's 90 energy for like 120 yeah. damage. Like, it is super inefficient. But I think this is fair because Giratina is already a monster in Ultra League. It's already mm-hmm. a monster in Master League. You want this to be a bigger monster? Eh, I don't yeah. know. I, like we don't we no one misses the days where you're getting ancient power boosts like every other, like ancient power, right? Like it was just like that was just brutal when you're running well, it wasn't actually the high uh, to be fair, it wasn't the the mm. proc chance was super high. It was just that Ancient Power itself was already doing a lot of damage and they still did yes. double boost. So like I just I just remember back in the day, you run Giratina or uh altered into a Shadow Claw Giratina altered into a registeel. And if you just go straight Ancient Power, the Ancient Power, you could win that if you boost. And you're, you're very likely to boost because it was just such a long matchup.
1: So, yes, exactly. I don't think anyone really misses
0: the days of overpowered Giratinas. So. But, you know, whatever. Rate it. If you get it, great. You could try in PvP, but just, rem- just remember, when you're, when you're tapping and you're building up 90 energy to that Shadow Force, you just think in the back of your mind. What did Caleb say? Oh, that's right. He said, That move is hot garbage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It it looks so funny, though. I I won't get (laughs) that. It's one of the coolest, like, funniest designs for a charge attack animation. That's, like, the best part about it, I think.
0: I thought it was a meme video at first. When I first saw it on Twitter, I thought someone, like, edited that. Like, I didn't think it was, like, the real animation. So it is pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it is. If you watch the main series games, I'll... Sometimes it's a lot more intense. Like I watched one, uh, I think I saw it on Twitter, somebody posted, but Giratina does this really cool thing where it vanishes and then it like tears this portal in front of the other Pokemon and then you see like these slash marks come through and then it just jumps out and just unleashes on the other Pokemon and that's what what Shadow Force looks like. But we got like this like fly away animation, which is, you know, it's funny, but it's not as intense.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would be
1: really down for like a really cool
0: animation for that because the move is already so bad, at least we get some payoff, right? You build up all this energy just to throw a move that's not that great. Like, at least you see a cool animation, right?
1: Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: But I'll take it. It's, it's it's fine. I personally haven't even used it just because I'm just like, eh, it's... It's hot garbage.
1: It's hot garbage. it's still gonna feel bad, right? If if you're if you're opposing Giratina builds up like a ton of energy, and you have like a Giratina uh, origin form, and you're like, man, I just don't want to get Shadow Force here, and then they <laughs> true, throw like Ancient Power true. Base, Ancient that's Power. Hard. It's like, yeah, oh man. There, there. Yeah, I think there. Uh, to be fair, there, I
0: think there's some interesting scenarios where it could come in handy, but I think across the board, it's not great, especially with shields up, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'd be happy to prove around that. I think it's still worth rating because, one, shiny form's cool. It's great for trading as well, if you, especially if you don't have the shiny. Uh, it's also great to have your first shiny. But also on top of that, it's XLs. And XL, I mean, honestly, XL Ultra form is also really solid for Master League, but Origin is yep. just nasty. Like, it's super good. So it's the same XL, yeah. so that's worth rating uh, for those Master Leagues as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, and i think giratina altered is is definitely better in raids mm-hmm. itself due to shadow force and yeah. then you also have to consider like you said you don't want to make something too overpowered i think origin form with, with a good shadow force move would have just been like the dominant thing like imagine uh imagine like Dialga 2.0 it'd be like a Dialga tina meta and that'd be it for mm-hmm. like who knows how long
0: exactly exactly um some really cool stuff is field research tasks. So we don't have Glaring and Mass Spawning in the Wild, which is kind of unfortunate because Regis is kind of fun to play around, especially with the new uh Shadow Claw buff, I believe, right? It got Shadow Claw recently. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but they are in field research tasks. So that's probably the most interesting one. Yeah, mass is probably the second most interesting one for the XL candies and Here's the most important thing. The rank one for Ultra League for Kofor and Runerigus, I believe they're both 10-15-15, which means mm-hmm. you could get a rank one from research tasks, field research tasks. So yes. good to grind out the the Yamas if you need a uh, Kofagrigus uh, for Ultra League and also just for XLs. And then Galarian Yamas, if you want a Runerigus for Ultra League, that's really great spot to find one. Also, the only way to get them. So I'm stocking up a bunch and just doing trades with like zero friendship trades with people or like low friendship mm-hmm. trades with people to get like a better runerigas i haven't built one yet i have a decent runerigas but not mm-hmm. a great one so i just haven't built it
1: so yeah that's mine's pretty part. bad but but like you said if you're if you're shopping for that ultra league uh Rigas or mm-hmm. kofa grigas then you can even trade with best friends you don't have to rely on like low friendship for ultra yes, League, which exactly.
0: is cool yeah yeah you don't need that yeah so i've been I've been walking around trying to get those research tasks too. But yeah, it's
1: 25 catch 25 ghost
0: Pokemon for the Runerigus. And I think or to Galarian Mask and then regular Your Mask. I think it's just catch 10 Ghost Pokemon. But mm. and then yeah, and then Mega Energy, you could get Mega Gengar Energy and Mega Absol Energy. I'm a big fan of those. Good for Mega Evolve. So um that's that's it for part one. I know, my gosh. Yo, we got part two. Part two starts in two days from now for us. October 27th yes. until November 1st. Yo, this is a cool one. I mean, we're leading into... I I actually like this precursor, right? We got Halloween about on the horizon. We got some ghost Pokemon stuff. You know, like nothing really costumed. <laughs> but now, Halloween's here. Like the actual Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we got some Pokemon debuts. We got Volpix, uh, Cantor Volpix, Cantor Ninetales, Gengar, Pumpkaboo, and Guys, All with costumes. It's gonna yeah. be great. Costume Vulpix. I love it too. It looks really cool. And you could costume into Ninetales. I'd definitely be going for these. I would love to use a PvP. Unfortunately, they're not shadow variants, but hey, mm-hmm. I'll take it. So uh, you they can also be shiny, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, shiny Gengar with a hat, Pumpkaboo, and gore guys as well, too. Those are pretty cool ones. Um Gengar wearing uh festival costume will only be appearing raid battles. Uh, but that's fine. You know, that's it just what it is. I mean seeing wild Gengars in the wild, I, I, I'd be kind of shocked.
1: It reminds me of that Gengar raid day. Remember where it has like a bonnet costume? It's all mm-hmm. zipped up. That's kind of oh, what that yeah, reminds yeah, yeah. me of. Yeah.
0: No, it does. Yeah. yeah. So a few years ago, but yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember that one too. I wish you keep the costume when you Mega evolve the Gengar. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, That would be so sick. Yeah, unfortunately we don't have that, but that would have been awesome. Um, the eggs are the same, so if you're still looking for that shiny Norbat or the glare in your mask or your mask, so go for those. That's fine. Wild encounters. Uh here's the best part too. Yeah, we have like the costumed Vulpix. We actually have Pikachu wearing a Halloween mis- mischief costume, which I think was a previous one. Piplup mm-hmm. wearing a Halloween mischief costume. Like that's an old one as well, too. But it's nice to have because they could be shiny. Even though we have these like other you know, wild encounters, we still have the Yamas and Sabua in the wild. So I love that. You know, it's uh yeah. you can still get it, which is kind of cool. Um, and then we still have the same bonuses. It still says double candy transfer for Pokemon, but it still might be that triple. It still, but might it's be it's
1: triple, triple. for Caleb and Speedy. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got that special privilege apparently.
0: Yeah. Um, and we still get the XLs for walking, so that's good. So if you're still on that grind, you know, keep it up. And then we have the Origin Form Giratina. Uh, so that that also still could be shining, great for XLs and stuff. And it also does get. Shadow Force, which mm-hmm. let me tell you, Caleb heard, loves it. I heard it's hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> garbage Force. No, just uh, <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: yeah. Anyways, but um, and and the thing is, as well, you don't need to wait on on Origin to cycle in if you want to do the raids because the candy from Altered counts for Origin as exactly. well, so you can stack all that candy. Exactly. And not, not like be like, oh crap, I got to do three hundred <laughs> raids on the last two days of Halloween.
0: Yeah. I, I will say I think Shadow Force has some maybe interesting utility play for altered uh Giratina because the yeah. Altered Garatina has like very low energy and not very hard hitting moves. Garatina Origin already has Shadow Ball, which already hits pretty hard and it costs mm. a decent amount of energy, not ninety energy, right? Like <laughs> but yeah. like like what, fifty five or something? But so yeah, fifty five. It's, it's you don't really need it, I think. I mean, if you make Shadow Force Giratina Origin work
1: and climb a lot with it, hey, let us know. But Right. It's I mean, you already have a bait move and ominous wind that's a ghost type attack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's another reason where Altered is just different, because you have Ancient Power and Dragon Claw. Yeah. Whereas on Origin you've got Dragon Pulse and Shadow Ball, and now you have Shadow Force. I mean, if you go like double ghost with a ominous wind, Shadow Force, that would be Possibly disgusting, but you're gonna get hard walled yeah. pretty often. Yeah, exactly.
0: So that's not gonna be a great time.
1: But uh, yeah. on
0: top of that we have uh we have the Gengar now in raids and then Drift wearing a hat, Halloween hat is also in raids. Meg Banett's still in raids, so that's fine. Drifty and... B. What?
1: <laughs> I just said Drifty B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drifty B, like, yeah. Like Pradov says. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which you could be you could use in Halloween Cup in Ultra League too coming up. Um, it's true. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, and then in field research tasks, you have the Vulpix, the Pikachu wearing hats, but also you can still get the Yamas and the Galarian Yamask. I love it. They're still keeping these in the research tasks. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like it. And then we still have the Gengar and Absolute Mega Energy. Yo, I'm going to be stacked to the brim with Absolute Energy after this, this one, but I love there it. There you go. Bro. It's going to be a good time. So that is Halloween part two. Um, we have another event, Dia de Muertos twenty twenty two coming up in November. Yeah. But honestly, actually we should probably just cover it because we might not cover it next week because we might have a guest next week. So just this mm-hmm. is a brief one. But it's just Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh new costume Pokemon. So does Go wearing Ooh, my pronunciation could be a little rough on this one. Maybe if you know a better pronunciation, that's fine. Uh I'm gonna just give a shot at a
1: Sempa Su Sempa let me see here. Uh, Crown. Uh, yeah, I think Semposuchil. Semposuchil. S- S- emphasis
0: S- on you. Yeah. Sorry, my Spanish teacher wasn't the greatest, and yeah, uh, my apologies to them. But it was just. <laughs> let me put it this way: I can relate. Uh, well, I don't want. Anyway, I, I think the chances of her hearing this are very low. She had an affair <laughs> with someone, with someone else in the school. So there was not a lot of teaching going on <laughs> in my class. Wow. Anyway, okay. That's to say, I'm also not the best at learning different languages. So that's also... But well,
1: I grew up in the South, right? So it wasn't ever like, como se dice? It was always, como se dice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they just really want to drag
0: it out a little bit, right? So you don't miss it's- it.
1: It was real bad, real uh, bad. All right.
0: <laughs> well, Dusko wearing a Sempasuchio crown, and Dusko wearing it as well, and Dusnoir. So new costume Pokemon. Uh, I like it, and they could be shiny as well. And then Lure modules will last for ninety minutes. Two times catch candy, and then incense activated during the events. Oh, this is. A- oh wait, no, never mind. It said excluding. I thought it said including excluding daily adventure incense will last for 90 minutes so more intense oh, and then there's a collection challenge wild pokemon um bunch of stuff uh there is wild yamas coming out the, out there so that's mm. kind of nice and then yamas can be in lures and stuff like that so um it's kind of cool just have to Sempasuchio, crown dust goals are the main things um but it's a nice little holiday event to be celebrated and uh, it's mostly observed in Mexico and other parts of the Americas but it's kind mm-hmm. of nice to have that uh, little events for that two-day span so that is pretty much that I mean we have a Teddy Ursa community day next month maybe we'll just talk about that later because we we've, we've already talked
1: about so many things at this
0: point too um, yeah
1: I, I would just just caution everyone again to just build your stack. Just stack as many things yes. as you can. And once you get to a hundred things, you can, you know, then start to catch your encounters. But it's gonna be a huge month for Stardust in November.
0: Yes. And I need it because I'm at six thousand Stardust right now.
1: I'm not even kidding. Bro, 6, speaking 000. of <laughs> six thousand, Jesus. Speaking 6, of uh speaking of like funny, funny um like ambitions we have to do like really quirky things uh i'm thinking i might try to farm up to 10 million dust and then once that new season announcement comes out i might spend all of it on like new pokemon upgrading my roster all the way down to zero dust that's what i'm thinking about doing
0: uh you know getting zero dust is very satisfying Cause is especially I did it once. I did it right before Triple Stardust Community Day, so you can see exactly uh, how much Stardust you gain on that day, which is kind of cool. Um, true, true. But it's also right. a little sad to have zero. But you know, uh, yeah, it, it, right. it, yeah. I was powering up a few things like Pidgeys and stuff just to, like get it exactly to zero. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so you're gonna have you're going to ten million by December first. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think it'd be really fun. I'm at 7.6 right now, so what? I think I can do it. You
0: got so yeah, much bro? dust. What are we talking about here? What do you. I thought you I'm were rich. like. I thought you were on the struggle bus like I am. See, this is the thing. Nah. This is the thing that irks me, right? And I got a few friends like this, right? Like, you know, my friend London,
1: HM yeah. London, or my friend Dude, London's got like four times that I have. No,
0: here's God. the thing. Yeah, they're, they're, like,
1: like, oh, they're like. They're misers.
0: They're like, misers. Man, my dust is so low. I'm like, oh, what's your dust at? I look over, fifteen million, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> That's the lowest I've hit, or something like that, or like, or like, yeah. i was just like, yeah. dude, i have one. I've never had fifteen million. I had over ten million, like maybe once,
1: mm-hmm.
0: briefly, very briefly before PP dropped, and I just lost it all after that, right? Uh, back then too, there were uh, TMs are really rare from raids, yes. and you, there wasn't go bad league, so you couldn't really farm TMs from that. So I would actually double move things. I would double move things to try to learn a move without using the TM, right? Like I would, I would rather double move things. Like I, I let's say I had like try, try and build a Zoomer. I didn't have the right move set. I would just double move another Zoomer to try to get the right move set and build that one mm-hmm. set. Like that's what I was doing because I had more dust than TMs. These days, you know, it's the oh, opposite yeah. problem, but. Dude, People nice. like you all man talking about how you're struggling. I don't know if you said you're struggling on dust, but I feel like you you hinted at like you don't have a lot of dust where it's expensive.
1: I'm just like yeah, uh, that, That's the reason. Okay, so so two things. <laughs> yeah. One, that's the reason I have so much dust because I look at everything and I'm like, oh man, this Pokemon's too expensive. I can't do it. So then I like hoard it instead. And the second thing I wanted to say is that one of my locals, uh, from Tampa, G B O F X Church, he actually has like seven hypnos for that exact reason. Because he was so sick of, of having to pay money to do raids to get TMs. Yeah. And uh-huh. he said, you know what? I'm just going to power up hypnos because I like grinding more than I like paying for raids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that was kind of similar. Yeah. I have multiple, I have multiple hypnos. I have multiple, I have multiple bunch of things. I have multiple Obama sets yeah. too. Like I would just make oh, Obama nice. nose because I didn't have any TMs. So I just keep trying to get the right, right move set. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I mean, ten million very feasible for you. I mean, you might you you. So are you going to stop when you hit ten million on the dot, or are you gonna like spend Ooh. it so you get down to ten million so then you can spend like a clean ten million? That's a I YouTube video I, right there.
1: It is. I, I think the zero, the zero number is like a really big part of it, right? Mm-hmm. So if I go to like eleven million, then guess what? I just have to spend eleven million. Okay, okay, that's fine, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So you, you just need to get down to zero somehow. I like it. Yes, yeah, I like agreed. it. All right. Well, I support your endeavors on that, but don't ever complain about not having a lot of dust, Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I <laughs> when I hit zero. You know what can I say? Oh yeah. Then we'll be in the same boat, and then <laughs> and then and then we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Okay, I, fair enough.
0: I I to be fair, like I'm not just like don't grind. I just spend. Like I I made mm-hmm. like a ultra league blast toys like Salt Lake City. I was working on
1: my ultra league or my great league Sableye. Like yeah, these things are pricey. Price. there's a lot of things that like i have tabbed that i want to make i just yeah. haven't made them for a yeah. long time so it's not like again it's like the Sableye thing right like we're both catching we're both grinding a lot but you already have that other Sableye built and that's why i have more excels it's just like you know it's a trade-off i think we're both like you know comparable yeah to, to be fair my other Sableye, it, it was like two
0: power-ups <laughs> it's a four, oh, it's okay. like a 15 14 40, so i didn't actually spend i spent like one power-up or so on that Sableye. yeah it's it's nothing I, I didn't yeah. really spend that many XLs. The, the most amount of XLs I spent on Cable was on this new one, but I'm not even done with that one yet. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, curious, too. We're speaking about Go Battle like a little bit. You know, at end of the season, you're going to spend $10 million, but what's the, uh, what's the current status, right? A lot of people are eager to hear your your road to top 10 on
1: GPL. Dude. I'm just setting this up to shock you. All right. That's the whole that's the whole reason I do everything I do is is to surprise you. All right.
0: <laughs> You're gonna surprise me with
1: a clean shaven face? Like what's going on? I'm hanging out at ace right now. No ace? veteran. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out at veteran. Excuse me, veteran. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like I'm like 2497. And I'm just, I'm just shocking you, dude. I'm gonna be a thousand Elo up by the end of the season.
0: Look, you just tell me when I need to order a, you know, a, a removable beard off of Amazon to cosplay you. You
1: know, <laughs> like I'm,
0: I'm, I'm all down for losing this bet, right? I just, uh, yeah. The, uh, the deck is not really stacked in your paper at the moment. <laughs> How many days we have, lads? Uh, Enough. you're, you're, yeah, thirty-six days. You're a man of your word, right? You're gonna do it. You're gonna do dude, it, right?
1: Easily. easily. All right.
0: All right I mean I mean the shaving part I'm not the top 10 thing. I' mean top 10 sure, sure.
1: Dude, uh, do you do. see see in, in my mind, the shaving part like doesn't even exist like that's that's <laughs> like a figment of an imagination that's like you know a whisper in the wind Wait, right that's not going to happen let's, the, let's, the top 10 is going to happen.
0: <laughs> let's not forget you still have to use Bastion on a full day
1: of stream that's it's true it, it, would I would I actually gain Elo or would I or would I get sabotaged?
0: No no let way. me tell you let me tell you this right uh, i'm I'm doing this I'm looking out for you here. Run that Trevenant Shadow Drapion Bastion team. I made a video on it before. It's killer. Yeah. Yo, I get tagged on Twitter like multiple times, like like over the course of last month about people hitting legend with it. And a lot of my patrons still love that team. Nice. Open Great League and and Open Great League still live right now. And and it's going to be live for Ultra League Halloween. I don't know if you're playing play Ultra League Halloween or not, but Great League will mm-hmm. be live there. So hey, man, you could you could do that. You could you could you could stream it. You could turn that to YouTube. It'll be like yo, I run Kale Pink's. Team to hit legend right or something like that or well,
1: or, or Caleb Payne let
0: me down right like I went zero and twenty five here either way it's a
1: great that's video, true. Right? Yeah. it's true yeah yeah either way thing. I could I could make it your fault uh, no <laughs> thinking, thinking back to last season you remember I got to the twenty nine nineties the closest I got was with the uh, the Tapu G Fisk and uh, Drapion team because I was trying <laughs> yeah, to like yeah, yeah. use your old Tapu team but sub G Fisk instead
0: yeah. and rubbing my yeah. face when you actually succeed with it right
1: yeah I was in the twenty nine nineties. Uh, and I then, didn't like, really feel like rubbing it. in
0: my face after that. I felt even better when you did uh, yeah, it. It went back
1: to version. <laughs> it's like, at least best you don't beat Trevenant. Like, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see your
0: point. Well, yeah, yeah. The, I'm trying to think what else is a little... Yeah, yeah. Trevenant's really hard in the lead there, right? Because mm, what do you swap? There, I guess I, you swap Jesus. I got
1: so many... Yeah, bro, I got so many Trevenant and Venusaur leads. That's when I started... Everything just came apart. The wheels fell off.
0: Sableye, safe swap's probably a little bit annoying too for that, right? Depending on what what they lead. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, you know, you hate on Bastion, but that thing's thick <laughs> for a reason. It's like, uh-huh. it ain't no replacing People it. People always ask me, like, what different. can I replace Bastion with? I'm like, you can't. <laughs> I tell <would've>
1: them <laughs> to put Toxapex in there. I'm just kidding. It's very different.
0: Uh, you, uh, you No, know, no. I kid you not, though. I, I, I mean, you saw in Salt Lake City because we, we were, so me, Speedy, um, Butters, and Cindy, we were, oh, DeFi didn't land yet at the time, so we're just killing some time. We went to get dinner. We we're going to check out like the preseason uh, Utah Jazz game. But instead, we ended up just spending like the next like three hours in the food court all gbl <laughs> And yeah, I had a great time too. The service wasn't even that bad. And I climbed a lot and I was, I was running Toxpress. So I'm like, I'm using the Poison Bassy. And then yeah, I will say, it got me to legend too. I was running a Halloween Cub. It's, it's been mm-hmm. killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is my new favorite toy. Uh, it is a lot like bastion which is probably why i like it because i use it yeah. a lot in a similar fashion but it requires a lot of patience uh, it does it does it requires a lot of like i'm just let it go you know you just gotta uh-huh. you just gotta let it go and trust in your back line to do it so yeah yeah that was good
1: caleb ping's new, nick- new nickname is elsa just let it go <laughs> dude i still haven't seen that movie <laughs> that's <laughs> all i know first... is the quote oh okay i haven't seen the first or second one i i don't i heard
0: it's a good movie i just hate everyone singing it
1: yeah because yeah, they're not yeah. great
0: singers i'm sure the song's great people were singing that song for so long that i just got so sick of it i'm like there's no way i'm watching this movie after people sing it but
1: man I, I can be s- i can be so like anti-establishment sometimes if people say like oh my god you have to go watch stranger things you have to see it it's the best show ever it it changed my life you know they just freak out about it i'm like yeah i'll i'll check that out later i just i tend to go against the tide and you know now i watch stranger things and i'm like actually this show is really good when people (laughs) gas gas something up or they like sing a song you know from a musical too much i'm like yeah i'm gonna steer clear of that yeah but aren't they getting the last laugh if you're still end up watching it I don't know. I mean, I think I enjoy it more if everyone isn't like around me, just, you know, mm. just gasping like it's the best show of all time. Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. It just blew my mind. Yeah. You know? don't like to be pressured into. It. you want to do it yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's it.
0: So here's my follow up question. Mm-hmm. When someone tells you not to do something, are you more inclined to want to do it?
1: Man, I feel like we're we circle back to like the Halloween candy argument here.
0: Like, like <laughs> Take one
1: only. And you're like, no, I'm taking it all. <laughs> You probably Uh, you no, looking back
0: on it, you probably had a bag with your Halloween candy. You probably just put your hand on the whole bowl and just shove the whole bowl and you know, you just you just like a little tip bowl, right? Like at a construction site. You just
1: lean the crane over and just dump it all in. It, it's all, <laughs> I love the analogy there, but it's all about, it's all about risk and reward, right? Like if there's, if there's a clear exit, if I can make a getaway, right. If the, <laughs> if the person comes out, if there's like other people in line behind me that will see me just be, you know, just very a greedy glutton, then, you know, I kind of, yeah. You know, okay. I'll just take one or two or something like that. But, you know, if the reward is greater than the risk, you know, maybe, maybe I do have a bulldozer.
0: So, 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 so it's not a, it's not a, morality issue for you it's a
1: it's a it's an opportunistic situation <laughs> I mean you know I, I just feel really bad just you know sitting there at the end of the night with my humongous bag of candy I mean I'm just uh, really sad it's just really upset you know <laughs> yeah I feel you I feel you <laughs> all right all right anyway I wish you the best of luck
0: I can climb like I said I ain't trying to see you without a beard but
1: if it happens you, you know Caleb oh. a real friend a real friend. What? Would, would you know a real friend will hold just you kidding. accountable to your word right? oh okay <laughs> we have different perspectives of real friends so i'm just kidding
0: you're like i'm feeling washed up caleb i'd be like you know speedy i believe in you but maybe you are washed up and we're gonna
1: have to see the fruits of your labor at the end of this <laughs> we'll see we'll see uh, it always shocks me how many like twitter comments i get
0: <laughs> yo I i'm like it. wait all
1: you listeners <laughs> I'm posting sure you about it, it i love it like one Always great to
0: see another person listening to the Battlecast podcast, especially on Twitter, making reference to what we're saying.
1: And two, I love when you're referring to Speedy without a beard. <laughs> Dude, I- I'm going to have to make some like crazy bet for next season. I'm going to have to say, like, if you can't climb the legend in-, in the last two weeks, you have to shave your head or like move <laughs> to another country for Not a the month. the last two I don't weeks?
0: Know. Oh, I got that. I'm down for that. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe um, –
1: I don't know. We'll, we'll think of something, yeah.
0: We'll, we'll think of it. We'll, we'll worry, we worry about have, this we one a while. first. We'll worry about this
1: yeah, one. yeah, we got we got 36 days, right? I'm, I'm not counting. This. Who's counting? Are you counting? I'm not counting. I, I just, <laughs> I'm counting. <laughs> I am counting. Oh, uh, well, you know. Making
0: sure deal. you have a razor on hand ready on December 1st. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, we'll see. Only time will tell. <laughs> yeah, only time will tell.
0: There's a lot of things we could talk about for this hot topic, but I got one that
1: I think it's worth talking about.
0: What okay. the box is going on? Did you see these boxes?
1: Dude, I don't even look anymore. I just don't even care, but I'll look right now.
0: Yeah, so I, I sent you a DM with this tweet. Um, okay. From this one guy called Res of the Coolest. Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, not, I'm just saying cool because he said coolest. Oh, but wait, I, it I did come tweet. across this. Yeah, and it yeah. was a tweet comparing Um, and props to them for having a screenshot on hand. Maybe they got it from before or they actually saved it. But we have the same... Like types of boxes from last oh, year's holidays. So, right? Bad. 2021 to compared to 2022, the Boo Bundle and the Pumpkin Pack, right? So, let me just break it down for those that don't remember. The Boo Bundle, it was a black box, in game purchase box for Pokemon Go, and it contains 16 premium ray passes, eight super incubators, four incense, and four star piece. Not bad, right? 1480. Mm-hmm. That's actually a pretty good box, especially these days. I'm looking, I'm like, wait, what? That's a lot of good stuff, right? The Boo Bundle for 2022 this year. All right, let's put it this way. It costs 2,000 coins. So that's 520 more coins than before. So more And you're getting more value, right? (laughs) Well, let's compare, (laughs) right? So instead of 16 premium rate passes, you get three remote rate passes. Three. Uh, What? Instead of eight super incubators, you still get eight super incubators. So that's fine. You get eight egg in- regular incubators for four incense. Eh, comparable, right? Not a big deal. And then instead of four star pieces, you get 20
1: Ultra Balls. Uh, but let's keep Wait, in you- mind, you're paying an extra 520 coins as well, too. Yeah, you mean the Ultra Balls that I can spin Pokestops <laughs> and get? The same same ones?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. those. Yeah, exactly okay. those. The, the the free ones you could acquire. Yeah, that's the thing with the boot bundle from last year. Nothing you could get is free, right? I, I I'm not a huge fan of them putting in anything that you could get for free. Yeah, I guess for like some rural players that might be nice, but at the end they like, it's just you're gonna really spend 2,000 yeah. coins just for 20 ultra balls. Like no, right? You, you're there for yeah. the the ray passes and whatever. Three remote ray passes. What? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. That's a lot too. 2000 it's a lot that's not a lot of value for the same price that's even less Mm -hmm. value for more price
1: i I don't know agreed yeah i I think the value of four incense and four star pieces is so much greater especially with all these stardust community days coming up than just eight regular incubators it's just multiples greater
0: but honestly and on top of that it's also just a cheaper box. So inherently, even though you yeah. get super, eight, eight super incubators in the previous boot bundle compared to this one, it's the same exact thing. Those eight super incubators are still more valuable from 2021 because they cost less to get them. <laughs> so yep, you exactly. still could get more of those from that box because you, if you buy multiple boxes, you still end up getting more for the same for the amount of money you spend. All right, let's take a look at the pumping, pumpkin pack, right? The orange box from last year compared to this year. So we have pumpkin pack again. Uh, this is kind of interesting because the pumpkin pack last year was actually a little bit more expensive, fourteen eighty mm. compared to twelve hundred this year. So, two hundred eighty less coins this year. But last year we got eighteen super incubators. Dude, I'm looking at these numbers. And I'm like, wait, this is crazy. I don't even remember this. Eighteen right. super incubators, four starpees, four incense, two regular egg incubators. Right, pretty solid for those I like to hatch. Right, so that's a lot of super incubators this year. Instead of 18 super incubators, we get four super incubators. Instead of two egg incubators, we get six. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a few more, but you're getting the worst incubator, not the better one. Instead of four incense, you get one incense. And instead of four star pieces, you get one lure module. Mm-hmm. What? Like, it's 280 yeah. less coins. But you're getting way less value here like mm-hmm. than before. Like, you get a total of 10 incubators. They gave me Definitely. 20 incubators last year for just 280 more. And they're giving you more of the better incubator, right? They're barely giving you any of the bad ones. And they're giving me yeah. four star pieces and exactly. four incense
1: for one incense and one lurch module. You're missing out on 14 super incubators, Yeah, right? Which is yeah. just insane. And you get the six regulars. And the thing is as well, if you haven't been in the shop for a while, 1,200 coins for the pumping, pumpkin pack, That's that converts to $10 U.S., yeah. so you're paying 10 bucks for four supers six regulars those being incubators one incense one when you can buy a bundle of three for like two, 250 coins and one lure module I just don't yeah, get it I, I don't just don't understand you know and we're,
0: I was mostly joking around earlier I was like oh I don't I don't really think any Niantic employees are really listening to this and maybe there aren't any and maybe there are some but I will say this to be fair to any employees that work for Niantic my guess, I don't know for sure, but my guess is that it's only a few people that are making these decisions. Like I just because yeah. you work with Niantic doesn't mean you can control the boxes. So like, you know, like for those listening, like don't direct your hate towards like every Niantic employee, right? Like we don't know who's really controlling it. Like whoever it, is. it might just be even one person, right? It might be just very mm-hmm. top down or just some person controlling. They just they're trying out these different pricings. But I just it's just weird. Like I, honestly, from a business perspective, I've always been of this mindset. I think you're going to make more money as a company if you made these boxes better. Because you. Yeah. my guess is you weren't losing a ton of money last year during Halloween when you had these boxes. You could have mm-hmm. just done the same boxes, if not better, right? Like, it's not like people are going to forget how good the boxes are. Like, everyone remembers. Like, we're on, what, almost year seven this game. You know people remember because people always post these comparisons of, like, previous mm-hmm. boxes we had where we had, like, 32 ray passes and stuff and, like, all these, like, star piece and whatever for, like, 1200 right? Like, it was, like... Like, we, we have, like, we have screenshots of this stuff. It's not like it goes away. Like, people know what these boxes used to be valued at. Don't water it down. Like, why? Yeah. Like it, for me, it's it's weird, right? Because I think if we're buying something, like, let's say off of Amazon, like an actual product, right? Yeah, maybe water it down stuff because it's more expensive to produce this product now or whatever. It costs literally nothing <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to give people rate passes, right? Like... Like because they're actually it's like a make believe item. It, it's not an actual <laughs> item, right? Like it's not an actual item. Yeah, maybe people people won't if they have more raid passes. In their mindset maybe like people raid less. But no, I think some people are so annoyed they're not going to buy it, or you're turning people off. They're not going to buy these boxes. They're going to raid less because they they don't want to buy these packages, right? They're going to raid yeah. more maybe if they buy these. And yeah, you might get you might get less money per raid. But overall, I think you get more money at the end of the day because more people are rating, right? And who cares if we get another Shadow Force Giratina, right? Like I Mm -hmm. said, the move
1: is hot garbage.
0: But people are still going (laughs) to rate it for the XLs, right? Or go for the Shiny or for the Hundo, you know? Like it's... Yeah.
1: (sighs) Yeah. I don't know, man. I agree. And to your point, I mean, Niantic is a large company, right? It manages several different... Facets of the game. So, this is like you said, this is either a leadership or a finance department just saying, you know, these are the prices we want to set. We want to see how customers respond, et cetera, et cetera. But nobody likes to be a guinea pig. And people have short memories, yes but like you said as well people have records like we ha- we kept the receipts from mm-hmm. these boxes quite literally we know exactly what they were last season and this is an event that people look forward to every single season so when you change up things so abruptly like obviously over time things will change maybe the finances um you know are adjusted like year over year maybe there's a gradual shift right and maybe And the thing is as well, if we saw these boxes like two, three, four, five years from now, that would feel like, okay, naturally over time, things have started to shift, but it's so abrupt. It's so jarring. And people are looking at this like, yeah, this is not worth my money. So I'm not going to invest in it. But I don't know if you don't mind the box prices and you buy them, then I think we're going to get more of the same, right? So not, I'm not like advocating for a boycott or anything, but personally, And I made these decisions before when uh, Shiny Heracross came to Raids. I didn't do any Raids for Heracross because Heracross was pulled out of the wild. The Shiny Heracross was pulled out of the wild. And I didn't think it was fair for people in Florida who had lived there, you know, maybe a year or their whole lives who have looked for this Pokemon and waited for it to not have the same access. So I didn't do any of the Raids because it's my personal opinion not to. So if you choose not to buy the boxes, you don't have to feel guilty about it. You're not hurting anybody. You're just, you know, doing what you believe in. And if you do buy the boxes, you know, I guess go ahead and do what you feel. But at the same time, you just have to expect that it's going to have an effect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. These boxes have been really weird for the past few few months or so. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what it is. I mean, maybe they are doing some quality testing, but it just. It, it just it just scares me because, like, if you turn off players, there's going to be less people playing the game. And, like, we don't... Like, I know Niantic doesn't want that. Like, we don't want that yeah. either, right? As people that love the game, like, we want more people mm-hmm. to play the game. We want more people to join the community, not less. Mm-hmm. And I, I just... It doesn't give me a good feeling. But I don't know. We don't know why. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's...
1: No idea. Hopefully
0: it gets better. Like, me, personally, I won't be spending my money like i have PokéCoins, coins so i could always buy them but i just don't like i have no motivation to at this point but oh, yeah. um you know i think one like something i do like is they're like one dollar research tickets or whatever like those things have been kind of cool especially because like it's like only a dollar to gift them or something like that right Yeah. exactly so that's like mm-hmm. really cool to do um but uh um it's just i don't know it's like that's yeah. that's a cool little micro transaction that i don't think is a big deal for people but yeah and
1: full full disclosure like i do get the community community day box i need to work on how i say that word community day box every month just because i like the elite tms and like of course, I am a bit like overstuffed on those. I do have a lot of them and I could probably go several calm days without getting them. But I just like to support the community today and I like to buy the Elite TM because I personally believe that that translates over to PVP. I think that when people see that, they see me purchase that, they say, okay, this person probably likes to battle. So they're showing support for the PVP aspect of the game. I might buy like a bundle of incense every now and then and I do participate in those event tickets. But I stay a mile away from those boxes i i wouldn't touch those boxes with a 10-foot pole because i don't want to encourage those boxes as being good ideas by spending my money on them
0: yeah yeah they are man i miss man, I, it actually really makes me sad when i look at those old boxes in comparison because <laughs> i'm like wow what like that's what we had Dude, before and i honestly like at the had. time yeah like on at the time when we looked at it we're like okay those are some decent value boxes like, we're like these are like the best boxes in the world because to be fair like we've had even better boxes than this you know back in the day yeah. we had like better like a ton of rate passes it was, it was crazy how good some of these boxes used to be but mm-hmm. like at the time we're like eh, that's not bad like i probably i probably bought one or two of those as well like i probably bought the boo bundle now i think about it but like i am honestly even if i didn't see the boxes from last year looking at these boxes this year i'd still would be like what am i buying <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. like it's just it's feels it feels it's a even more feels bad moment when you look at last year's boxes but
1: exactly Yeah, it's,
0: you know, it'd be like that. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. I mean, hey, we're currently in Halloween part one. Maybe, Maybe Halloween part two, we get some better boxes, you know?
1: Yeah, or maybe there's like a Christmas payoff, right? And they're like, you know what? (laughs) <laughs> our pricing didn't work we're gonna change things up here's like gangbusters christmas deals yeah us.
0: let's let's hope they realize it before them but yeah if if not yeah because i know christmas usually there's some decent boxes i don't remember last year's i think it was okay but mm-hmm. that trajectory we're currently on I'm a little yeah.
1: nervous but we yeah. shall see we shall see we'll see again anyway. like we have no we have no insight and no control so yeah yeah we don't um
0: so, who knows? I mean, I, I to be fair, like, uh, like I said, I don't think a lot, in my guess is, I don't think a lot of 90 employees have insights too. And a lot exactly. of them play the game, you know? You think mm-hmm. they want to spend all that money on think yeah. It's probably not, right? Exactly. I mean, that's gotta be, that's gotta be, I always thought about that too. That's gotta be so weird. You're playing a game and you're spending money on your work, right? Yeah. Like, isn't, it's just like, it's like they're paying you, but then you're gonna spend the money they pay you to, to invest back into the company right <laughs> which is an interesting concept but hey i mean if you love the game like i I don't i don't hate it but it's it's yeah. a funny thing to think about
1: yeah exactly i mean yeah i think you said it really well i mean it's dicey and we're not sure if it will change but hopefully we get some good news because um i don't know what the overall revenue numbers look like or or how the company is doing or or what you know, decisions are being made, but we care about this game. And for you and me, this is kind of like one of our career paths in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Doing the casting. So we want to see this game succeed. And, um, you know, if we ever get approached about feedback or if we're, if they ever come to us and say, you know, what do you think we should do? Obviously we're going to be honest and tell them, look, these boxes are what, what, what were you saying earlier, Caleb, these boxes are like shadow force. They're what? Yeah. Hot, hot garbage. garbage. Hot
0: garbage. There is. Is. Exactly. <laughs> We know it. Maybe we should throw hot garbage on a on a merch, on a feature merch.
1: With a picture of the boo box.
0: I'm just
1: kidding. Oh man. <laughs> no, 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 It'll be or Shadow Force. Sued. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be Giratina. It'll be Giratina coming out of a box that's labeled 2022 Box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely hilarious. And I feel like we're gonna piss off a lot of people with it. So I will think about it
1: yeah yeah hot
0: garbage well, could be good we'll muse <laughs> we'll muse over it. we'll think about we'll it we'll muse over it anyway what a great episode 69 did not disappoint we skipped a whole week to store all this energy for episode 69 which oh, yeah what are your thoughts on it
1: dude we always knew it'd be good right yeah. i mean it, it's just the the anticipation was there the the content was there it's just you know perfect
0: i wrote all of the press title for this uh, this episode Uh uh-oh what you got
1: what you think oh honestly you don't know
0: it's gonna be hot garbage
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah all exercise on the hot part hot (laughs) like sweaty garbage (laughs) (laughs) all caps people are gonna be so confused (laughs) right episode 69 was hot garbage (laughs) that's true come come listen
0: (laughs) Anyway, sure. I'll throw up that poll on Twitter, so be sure to vote on it. I am super curious how people, what people do. Yeah, maybe me just, too. Me and Speed are the corrupt ones here, but it
1: could be. Yeah, we're not the nice guys anymore. We're actually the heathens. Yeah, we're not the nice guys. This this
0: episode almost over. This is the last time we're nice. True. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, what a great episode. We will catch you in the next one. We may, maybe. Maybe we'll have a guest for the next one. We don't know. That's why I wanted to cover the Dia de los Muertos event, just in case. Mm-hmm. If we don't, it's all good. But we might. So stick around. Best way to stick around, just follow us on all of our whatever podcast platform you do. Oh, and this is one thing I want to mention, too. Give us a rating. A lot of these have ratings. I mostly listen to mm-hmm. on Spotify, but I think Apple podcast has ratings and google podcast and stuff like that drop us a rating drop your honest review i know a lot of podcasts are like yo drop us a five star whatever i'm like i don't know i feel weird about asking for a five star if you think we're like not a five star you know maybe you're listening to be like man i've been listening to this podcast for a while and i don't i'm not feeling the five star i yeah i feel like this podcast is hot garbage you know if it is (laughs) drop us that one star you know it's still it's still informative right write some feedback yeah Whatever. Yeah,
1: or or maybe you know you had a moment where you're like, man, I was thinking it, and then Caleb said it. You know, and then you <laughs> you go and you and you hit that five star rating just for that one quote. I mean, you know, that's nice too.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: anyway, we'll catch you next
0: week. Uh, but have a good one. Happy Halloween events, and you know, go grind out those excels, and let's wish for Speedy to hit uh, a, a Speedy veteran <laughs> rank. Oh yeah, <laughs> and legend. Let me I'm tell you, you, dude, the bottom of the leaderboard is like the 3100s, 3200s at the moment. So it's getting kind of scary for you. I'm just saying, <laughs> dude, it's it's going to be epic. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to let you know ahead of time, Speedy. Mm. I, I won't think any different of you, even when you don't have a beard. Just know that I said this early back on episode 69 on October 25th, that I'll always stand by your side even without you having a beard
1: what a true friend oh
0: man Exactly. (laughs) and as a true friend i'm also gonna make sure you follow through on your (laughs) bets
1: appreciate it accountability is important exactly unless you're taking halloween candy (laughs) from people's doorsteps true so go vote (laughs) on the poll if you made it to this part of the podcast go vote on the twitter poll yeah
0: all right catch y'all later and have a good one peace